Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 31. I'm super stoked for this one. Hammy, what is our game this week? Uh, it's Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time for the SNES. A fantastic game. Absolutely. Uh, probably a top 10 NES game, for sure. Well, it wasn't on NES. So. I mean, SNES game? <laughs> for me, yeah. I, I, I believe so too. Um, very, well, very iconic. This is this is the one game I remember playing the most with you outside of Donkey Kong Country. Well, I have owned this game since 1992, and it's and you still have that copy of the game. I, I still have that copy of the game because your Super Nintendo got sold at one point, but somehow another you still ended up with Turtles Four. I, I still had some games at home. Okay, and that was one of them. Well, cool, cool. That's neat. Um, well, uh, without further ado, let's just jump into it. Um, Turtles 4, 1992 SNES. This port from the... Arcade version. Uh, yep, that was in 1991. Um, little minute differences. We'll get into those. Uh do want to say on the front side, being a Sega guy, I never played Hyperstone Heist, which is supposed to be the comparable... I'm using air quotes and you yeah. can't see me. Uh, the comparable uh, version of Turtles in Time for the Genesis, but... It's inferior. I'm just going to go ahead and call it. Just just in reading it, just in seeing the gameplay, even yeah. though I've never played it. Never it, played it. What I've read about it, no, this, this is the better yeah, game. Easily. Of all of them, which is, which is surprising. So anyway, we'll, uh, let's get into it, Hammy. All right. All right, so from the get-go, turning on the game. That classic Konami screen. Yes. Uh, and then the the classic Turtles cartoon. The theme song from the Turtles cartoon. Um, I was kind of, you know, a little disappointed in that they're they're busting through the sewers like they did in the original arcade game. But mm-hmm. but I get it, too. I mean, it's how else are you going to introduce the game? Yeah. So, um, comes on and... It just very quickly tells you who the turtles are. Right. Gives if, a brief description. Which if you don't know, then <laughs> I don't know. Well, if you don't know who the turtles are, then, you know, obviously you can go back to our other Ninja Turtles uh, 2 arcade for NES um, and, and listen to that a little bit. But one of the things that kind of grabbed grab my attention, and rightfully so, is the flashing lights as they're introducing the turtles. Yeah. Yeah, um, we've got it playing, and, and every now and then the flashing lights comes on, and I uh, black out for a little bit. 
oh, that's funny. But uh, what I liked about this one was it had a lot of options. Yeah. Um, one player, two player, obviously. Yeah. But like you could choose how the turtles looked. You could go for the cartoony look mm-hmm. where they're all the same shade of green. Right. And the animated, I believe it was. Yeah. And what then the other you could one go was. with the uh comic look which is also also match the toys right um, yeah we mentioned that the other day because i remember <laughs> i can see the, yeah the flashing light on the wall across from us but um uh whenever i had the action figures i had the mutating action figures and they were all the different shades like donatello yeah. was donatello was always like a brownish shade like he's not that in the game necessarily but i always remember donatello being more of a brownish shade did you yeah on that, on he, the, on he the, was like a uh a darker hunter green right so, which is weird because they're all brothers. <laughs> but Leo had, I guess, just a. It's like, guys, the weapons and the different color bandanas aren't enough. We need something else right, to differentiate. Right. So, um, but yeah, real quick, the four turtles, you've you, all named after Renaissance painters Leonardo, mm-hmm. my favorite, uh, Michelangelo, who was, as a kid, my favorite, uh, Raphael, and Donatello, who is probably now my favorite. Just, I don't know. A bow staff's kind of hard to get around. You can do a lot of damage with a stick. Got some reach. <laughs> and we played through this game last night. Oh, absolutely. And during the course of it, I found out something I didn't know. Well, there was two things you didn't know. First of all, there's actually a cheat code for this. Yeah, I never knew there was a cheat code. Uh, and it's the Konami cheat. It's a little little with a spin on it. Like, controller two puts in the Konami code, and then controller one hits start. So it's up, up, down, down, back, forward, back, forward, BA, start. But the controller one's hitting start. I'll let you call it back, forward, back, forward, instead of left, right, left, right. You can play Mortal Kombat for that. I can. But what if you're on the right? Um, forward, back, forward, back. Yeah. Well, forward toward the opponent. So, yeah, I guess it is left, right, left, right. But it's always forward, back. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid Mortal Kombat. <coughs> um, But you get to choose. I, I thought you were just choosing how many continues you could have. You had three, four and five. Right. And as a kid, I just, I was like, Oh, I want five continues. Yeah, it's going to take me a minute. I'm going to get yeah. five continues. I didn't realize I was putting it on hard the whole time. So you've never played this game on anything besides hard on anything, but hard that you can think of anyway. And so we played it on hard, right? Because that's, that's all we knew. And we completely annihilated this game <laughs> in less than 30 minutes. Yeah, we did. Holy cow. Like, it's weird. It's like, because I was calling out where pizza locations were. Right. And, and then we'd like look at it and say, well, I think you need it more than I need it. So we just kind of pass it off here and there. But it's just everything just came back. All the movement, all the, the one thing we did differently is we put the dash on manual. Right. And I, and I kind of like that because you could kind of tap uh, the direction twice and you'd start running versus just holding it down. And you start running. I felt like I had a little bit more control over it, but yeah, I, I guess I was just I'm, I'm used to the auto where it just runs for you, right? Like this, I'm, I'm still watching. Not gets put. It's doing like a little uh, demo play, right? They're obviously not playing on hard because it took him like one hit to kill those. Oh yeah, roadkill Rodney, right? Things, which by the way was your least favorite of all the, all the yeah of all the standard villains right. that and the shield foot soldier yeah shield foot soldier is a little little rough because well they have an invisible shield yeah (laughs) we'll get to that um but uh then of course you have uh the you can start with your lives right you got the number of lives you can start with i think it goes as little as three and as many as seven Mm -hmm. but then with the cheat code it gives you up to ten that's and that's really the only cheat code and that's it that's all it does (laughs) um and, and it's 
it's classic, but it's you know just enough. I mean, again, this isn't a super super hard game. It's it's a lot of fun though. Well, one of the critiques from it I was reading when it first came out was that it was too easy, right? And it's funny because game reviewers back then would complain about a game being too easy. Now it's too hard, right? Yes, if somebody from 2019 went back and reviewed, I don't know. I mean, heck, even the first couple of Mario Brothers, I mean, they'd be like, this game's too hard. There's no safe function, blah, 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 blah. I, I read somebody uh, was having issues with the original Sonic the Hedgehog. There's no way anybody could play this on one playthrough and, and beat it without save states. I'm like, that's the only way you did it. That's the only way you could do it back in the day. Gosh. Well, that's like these game journalists, man. Did you ever see the video of someone trying to play Cuphead? No. And he couldn't beat the tutorial? Yeah, yeah, you told me about it. I didn't see it, but yeah. This guy is a quote-unquote game journalist, a reviewer, someone who gets paid money to do what we're doing right now. So if anybody wants to pay us money to do (laughs) what we're doing right now, send your checks too. But yeah. um, And and he couldn't beat the tutorial. I've seen videos where a guy's put a Mm side-by-side of that guy's terrible gameplay versus his five-year-old son. And his five-year-old son figured it out faster than that guy could. It's it's crazy. I mean, if you're a video game journalist, you got to figure out if you're a journalist or a video game player first. Well, I, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm about to offend some people. All right. Uh, I see video game journalism the same, kind of the same way as I see like Christian pop music. <laughs> and that if you can't make it as an actual journalist, you become a video game journalist. If you can't make it as a pop musician, you become a Christian pop musician. Well, it's like, you know, if you can't make it as a pop musician, you become a country star. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. But, uh, no, in a lot of these game journalists, man, they're not, they're not gamers. They don't, they don't like video games. They just much, most of their stuff is now their opinion on other things, but, you know what this right here reminds me of? This talk right here reminds me of. It reminds that? me of that episode of The Simpson where Homer becomes a food critic. Yeah. And he gives everything like a like seven thumbs up. <laughs> and the guy from John Deere is giving him flack about it. He's like, here, here's a real journalist. John Deere's got their new Baylors out or whatever he's talking about. And guess what? Surprise, surprise. They're green. <laughs> yeah. Time to give John Deere a dear John. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how they are. That They nailed it. That's exactly how they are. Yep. So if you're listening to this and you you want a good actual game review, go to real people. Don't go to like IGN, right? Or uh, what's some of the Kotaku, like, especially Kotaku. <laughs> they they're just they're people who don't like video games telling you about video games, right? Can I tell you this is my favorite Hammy? Like when Hammy gets on a rage and a rant a little bit, this is my favorite Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, if they're going to sit there and talk about how how easy it was, I think, you know, there's not a whole lot of critiques in this game. Uh, again, no. this is, I told you last night, this is absolutely the best ever beat em up of all platforms I, of I all time. I agree. You couldn't put one out. I mean, there's some that are, that are up there, but this one just takes the cake. Yeah. Like everybody's vying for number two at this point. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the Simpsons arcade. I love the original Ninja Turtles arcade, but this one right here on a home platform just mm-hmm. takes, takes the bait for me. I think the two player thing really adds to it. Cause like final fight was a good beat em up, but it was one player. Right. Well, maximum carnage, a good beat em up only one player. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that there could be the number two again, everybody's fighting for number two in my book. But, um, one of the other things that, that I did want to touch on was I think final fight was one player. I may 
eat my words later. But I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> one of the other things I do want to touch on, and, and and I guess this is more the the one critique that you and I kind of had. Now, granted, there's no online because this is not that date that date and time. Yeah, ninety two. I mean, Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. That's great. Um, but I think one of the things you know in 2019, going back and playing this, that would have been great for this game would be a four player co op. Oh, that would have been magical. Now they had the adapters for it and everything, but it just it wasn't compatible with this game for whatever reason. So. Yeah, it may have been some limitations on the hardware. Can you imagine me, you, Casey, and Alex sitting and playing this game? You talk about a 30 minute playthrough, it'd be a 20 minute playthrough. Maybe we'd probably play through it multiple times. Oh, absolutely. And then everybody would fight on who's getting which turtle. Yeah. Well, we kind of have our assigned turtles. You still have those glasses, by the way? Uh, some of them broke. I used to have some uh, some glasses that had the cartoony, you know, 80s cartoon Ninja Turtles faces on it. And just wash them through the dishwasher stuff. They started becoming fading. And I think one or two of them had cracks in them. So I don't I don't have them anymore. Years ago, uh, you get cereal bowls. Remember those? I remember those. I've still got all of them. The plastic ones? Yes. Yes, I do remember those. They come in like Cookie Crisp or something, didn't they? I Probably. That was my favorite cereal. I think up. they came through Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp and Fruit Loops. Um, while we're on I a, think we've talked about that. I think so, too. But I can't remember. I, my, my, my memory's not so good these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, while we're in, in nostalgia for Ninja Turtles, you remember Burger King had those little things that would clip on your... I do. I had the Michelangelo. The Cowabunga. The Cowabunga. You push a little thumb thing in and Cowabunga would pop up. Oh, the proudest day of my life when I finally got the Leonardo one. Really? I don't even remember what it did. <laughs> but you knew Michelangelo said Cowabunga. because yeah, I, I had like seven of those, I think. Gosh, I might. And guys, we could we could sit here and talk about this all, all day the long. the toys. So we need to digress. Yes, we, yes. We need to get. Yeah, we're on a rabbit trail or a pig trail or, or what do you want to call or it. Or a turtle trail. Ooh. That's a long, slow trail. <laughs> um. So the the way we want to do this, by the way, we want to go through every level because this is a very cherished game. Yeah, we don't we don't want to go beat like, it in thirty minutes. Or right, more. right. Well, we don't want to do a complete playthrough, but we do want to give a good review of every level. So right. let you know where they stand, so, how, how we feel about each level. So the story before we before we get into the levels, uh, Shredder has stolen the Statue of Liberty. Right. Well, Crane actually stole it. Crane on Shredder's behalf. Ah, there you go. Uh, has stolen the Statue of Liberty. You know what's funny? Neither one of those can figure out who the leader is. They really can't. Uh, they just—I don't know. They complement each other by not knowing what the crap they're doing. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. I digress. Uh, and and I think we were talking about how uh, my cousin Jeremy pointed out or asked posed the question: uh, Why is Shredder doing this? You mean roast beef? Well, yeah, roast beef wanted to know. Why Shredder uh, stealing the Statue of Liberty just doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't. I mean, what what benefit do you have other than you know making the turtles mad coming after you? I mean, maybe that's just it. That could be it. He's just trying to antagonize the turtles. Yeah. So just get them. Hey, come out, come out of your shells, come out of your hiding <laughs> spots, and come get the Statue of Liberty back somehow. Or come right. at me, bro. <laughs> yeah, the 2019 spin on it. So. It's during the newscast, and and the uh, the turtles are around the news watching April's broadcast, and they're like, "Hey, Shredder, you creep! Bring that statue back!" Yeah, but there's no voice acting at this point. The, uh, there wasn't the arcade, which we'll talk about differences as we come to them. Sure, the arcade and SNES version, but yeah. So 
the, the turtles watch the news and they stay up very late, apparently. Well, the news was in the daytime or like at dusk. So it's like the six o'clock news, maybe the seven o'clock news kind of thing. And I thought turtles needed like 23 hours of sleep a day. Well, not when you have pizza. That's true. <laughs> Their blood sugar is so high, they stay up all the time. <laughs> Diabetes is a terrible thing. <laughs> um, so once you get through the the intro of, of why you're playing the game, you jump into the very first level. Right. Which yeah. is the most iconic level, I think, as far as... <laughs> as far as intros. Yes. So uh, let's uh, start off with level one. Big Apple, 3 a.m. Big Apple, 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's still my favorite um, line of this whole entire game. Like, they could say anything. Like, between the Cowabunga and, and and everything, that's my favorite line. We've probably heard it a thousand times, too. Well, I'm pretty sure I've said it a thousand times in the time that we've played this. Like, yeah. It didn't even matter where it was. It was just Big Apple, 3 a.m. Starting level 7. Big <laughs> yeah, Apple, 3 a.m. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, the Turtles are trying to get the Statue of Liberty back. And it takes them to some kind of construction zone. I, I like to think that between that time that the newscasts come on and this 3 a.m., which I, it's kind of weird that they're very specific at what time that this is. But, you know, in that time, maybe they're kind of out searching for the foot and all of a sudden the foot just kind of show up at this construction site. And they're like, okay, you know, here we are. Come get us. And that, that's kind of what lures them into this oncoming trap later. You know, I think you may have a thing about this whole thing being a trap. You think so? Because Crane was waiting for him on this level. Yeah, he was. Uh, Once you get through, what did you say, about halfway? Maybe yeah. a little more than halfway? Uh, Crane, who's fresh off stealing the Statue of Liberty, is still in his big form, and he's outside, and he's just kind of taking little side steps. And every time he takes a step, he will shoot lasers from his eyes. Uh, which is which? Apparently electric. <laughs> well, as you figured out, whenever we you know got shot by them, uh, that they were electric. Uh, another thing, another kind of neat obstacle in this game was the uh, the wrecking balls. Yeah. Like who? What construction worker? I guess it's the foot operating them, but like they're terrible. They they don't know how to do it because if they did, they would hit you more often than not. But well, they just pick it up and drop, drop it. it. And, like, they can kind of see you because they'll move it, like, wherever you're at, but you have plenty of time to get out of the way. But it's just still a What's a neat cool is thing. It, can, it can hit the foot soldiers, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought we saw that there was a good um, a good thing uh, about those um, background. Those uh, interactable objects. Sure. I guess. Yeah, we'll call it that. Because you start off, you got the cones, you can hit at people. You got the cones, you've got that exploding barrel. Yeah. Um, which they had that in Ninja Turtles 1. They had, like, some objects that you could hit um stop signs uh fire hydrants all that kind of stuff they had that in the original arcade game slash teenage Mutant ninja turtles 2 the arcade game so you know they brought back some classic stuff they put some some new stuff in it as well so uh and you know i was watching a side by side of the arcade versus the snes version mm -hmm. i noticed that the arcade does have smoother animations Sure. I mean, uh, it's, got, it's a more powerful system for the time. Uh, more our different sound effects. Right. Uh, I think you mentioned the voice acting. Right. Turtles make remarks every now and then. But overall, the graphics are not that different. They're a little bit better on arcade. Sure. But not by a massive margin. I think one thing is the pizza boxes, which is how you get your health back. Mm -hmm. They're actually animated okay. in the arcade. And when you pick it up, the turtle holds up a slice of pizza. Okay, so and a little extra animation. Yeah. Uh, when you stand still, I think you just have the ready arrow 
on SNES? Uh, I think April comes up and says ready or so, or ready and kind of pointing maybe. Yeah, and on the arcade it's Splinter. Yeah, and if and then the longer you sit, because this is coin op. Yeah. So the longer you sit there, Splinter will run across the screen, kind of in, almost in a background, like he's very small, and he says hurry, like he goes from left to right, says hurry. And then after a little bit longer, a, a bigger splinter, like he's getting closer to the screen, grows by and he goes, hurry. And then it gets, you know, more and more, you know, he'll get closer to the screen and eventually you'll die. Like you'll lose your lose your quarter, lose your life at that point. I wonder if that's why a lot of these older games have timers, because a lot of them come from arcades. That's that's an interesting thing. Because, um, I mean, if you didn't have that, some kid and you know that some kid would have done this, would just put a coin in, just wait, just stay there, yeah. stay there all day. Little punks. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a very good, very good point. Um, but back to the level. Yeah, the enemies you run into. Just you just have foot soldiers on this one. Yeah, because uh, because they had in this in the second one as well, uh, and the third one for that matter, where you had enemies that did a, a couple of different things. Um, in this particular level, you had your standard purple foot soldier. Yeah, you had your um white foot shoulder with the nunchucks. That's right. You had red. red yeah, red one with the uh, throwing star. Okay. And you had uh, the blue one with the tuning fork. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and address this one now. Why? Why do you have a tuning fork? That like, might be an actual ninja weapon. I don't know. I'm not a ninja. Like, all I want to do is like go up and hit it against the, the side of the building and just say, oh, and see if I'm like in a perfect tune with a C. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> um, but they have those giant tuning forks. Right. And that's your four in, uh, standard enemies in this level. Right. Which they, they branch out later on with different weapons, different colors. And which, by the way, foot soldiers, robot ninjas. Yeah. I made that comment when we were playing how, how much I like that better than I like the live action movies where they had humans. Yeah. Because at least in this, you know, They'd kind of you destroy them. You could actually use your weapons, yeah, like you could use your katanas without fearing murdering someone. Right, like like in the movies, you know, if if you're a turtle and you're trying to go against somebody, you're you're going to stab them. You're going to cut, mem- you know, dismember them some way or another. Yeah. In the movies, that crap never happened. They just hit them like with the the blunt end. It's like I'm watching Triple H with a sledgehammer. <laughs> You know, you never use, he never uses a sledgehammer like it's intended to be used. He hits them with the brunt of it. No, he would kill someone. Exactly. So, you know, that's why I always like this version better is because there's actual destruction of, of the enemy. Um, By the way, everything explodes. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Which, hey, that was a 90s thing, apparently. Cause it was. This is not the first time we've, we've, we've seen that. So this is where Michael Bay got his inspiration from. I like to think that that's that we're going to put that on his Wikipedia page now, <laughs> but this is a good little intro level kind of gets you introduced to, uh, the mechanics, right? The turtles actually have a lot of moves, right? So this is the first game where they introduced the slide. Um, yeah, where you dash, right. You, you dash and, and, and you hit B and you, you would slide into them. Well, you, well, you do the, you do the flip when you hit B and then you hit Y uh, early and he does a slide. If you do it late, he does a shoulder charge. Right, right. Uh, I didn't use the slide very much. That's why there was a pause because I couldn't remember. There's a slide, right? Yeah. But yeah, there's there's a slide. Uh, the power moves are back, but the power moves will take away from your uh, life bar in this one. And you know, uh, I've got more to say on the power moves, but I'll save it. Okay. For the for the end. Um. Of course, you've got your 
your attack, you got your jump, you got your power move, you got your jump attack, which, you know, there's three different kinds of that, but there's three different kinds of that in this one too. The first one is just your standard jump and drop kick. The second one is if you push uh, the attack button at the top of your kick, they kind of start doing a flip. And the more you press attack, they'll keep attacking while they're flipping. So you could, well, it's not get- flip. Well, well, I don't know if they're flipping. I know Leonardo is just swinging his swords. Um, Raphael would flip, uh, and I think Don, yeah, Donatello would have his, uh, his bow staff and he would flip like, while he was swinging his bow staff around. Okay. So if you did it at the, at, when you're a lot lower on the jump, mm-hmm. that's when you do that, like straightforward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Big boot. Right. Which <laughs> you completely change direction and momentum in midair. Just not happening. <laughs> well, it's a. We've already established this isn't yeah, that kind of game, um, but yeah, the uh, uh, the move sets, you know, they added some stuff. It's not too far out there. It works uh, and it helps, especially if you get into a bind with multiple enemies around you. Which this first level, there's there's not a lot there, um, but eventually you get to the end and you get to the boss. The first boss is Baxter Stockman, um, probably one of the most underrated bosses. I kind of think. Um, this is his fly form too. Yeah, it's it's not that stupid humanoid Mauser form. This is this is this is the the man, the fly man, the fly guy, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> um, so you've got Baxter Stockman. He's flying around. He's he he comes out. He has a machine gun, and he has a machine gun, and, and he has a silly putty hand. And that's is that what that is? I don't, I don't know what that is. I don't know, but I know it's a lot more animated. It looks a lot cooler on the arcade version. I want to I'll, say, I'll it's, say that. is it the hand still? The little yeah. hand? Thing? Okay. Because it seems like there was one he had a fly swatter. Uh, no, it, it's the fight's identical to okay. the SNES version. Um, one of the differences is they show a life bar where in the in the uh, arcade version they did not. Yeah. Uh, and, in, and in true Konami fashion, the more damage that the enemy takes, the more he starts flashing. Mm-hmm. So that's also a visual representation of, you know, how much damage he's kind of taken. Um. Also, when you defeat him on the SNES version, he just walks over to the railing, falls over the edge, and explodes. Right. Uh, <laughs> he's made up of organic material. He's not combustible, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, in the arcade version, he just kind of falls over. Yeah. It's just Blech. Blech. I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this this is my thing with, with, with Baxter Stockman. If I was the Ninja Turtles, I would just take like a can of raid or something and just see if that did anything. <laughs> I mean, it's got to, right? It's set up a, to. set up a giant like kitty pool of dishwashing liquid and honey <laughs> or like you get a gigantic, uh, bug zapper. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Baxter Stockman. I, I, I like that balls. I've always liked that ball. I did. And I like this level. I, I really do. I mean, it's a it's, great intro it's, level. It's bare, kind of bare bones compared to the other ones. Sure. But it's it, like I said, it's a great intro level. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, it, what makes a good, a good intro level, you're able to do everything you need to, mm-hmm. you know, you're able to learn the controls without being just totally overwhelmed. It's not super hard. Um, you know, we've, we've reviewed games in the past where they make, you know, the first couple of levels super hard for the replayability and the renting well, this is the exact opposite. It really is. It goes from from really easy, and it just ramps up um, <laughs> throughout the game. I think that's why it's a more beloved game. Than it probably is. Other ones. It probably is. Uh, speaking of which, we talked about moves. We also need to mention the throws. 
before oh, we yeah. move on. Oh yeah. There's there's the one the jacks throw. Yeah, the the gotcha. We kept yeah. calling it gotcha, <laughs> where you would kind of grab their arm and sling them back and forth, which can hit other enemies. Right, and if it hit another enemy, it's an instant death. It is. Um, so that was always a neat neat thing to do if you could get it done. Um, but the other one, the, which was not in the arcade, from my understanding, no, it was in arcade. Oh, was it? Okay. It was. All right, well, they incorporated it later. But it anyway. wasn't in Hyperstone Heist. Ah, uh, okay. But that, you th- that game was so inferior to this one. I I still haven't played it, but from everything I've heard, we'll we may review it down the road. Well, we may, but you know what? I'm not going to review a McRib either, so I've never <laughs> had one of those. <laughs> you don't know what you're missing. Um, I've never had one either. <laughs> but the other one is you just take them and you fling them into the foreground. No, there's no real way of doing it. It's kind of random. Like maybe there's a little bit of a technique to it, but I think it's more I, of placement with your character. Yeah, I can do it pretty consistently, but I don't know how. It's, right. It's 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 either going to be a throw or it's going to be the slam move. Right. Um, but that that particular move is used later in the game. Oh yeah. So you almost have to kind of start learning, you know, how to do it. The 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 placement, how to do it and all that kind of stuff. And you'll get used to it, but they'll, they'll throw them two different ways. They will kind of grab them by the shoulder and roll backwards toward the screen and kick them like where the back kind of hits the screen. Yeah. And they get the other one where they take them by the arm and sling them around toward the screen. So both of those animations are pretty cool, especially for something like this, yeah, you know, for super Nintendo for real. Um, so that gets us through uh level one. What you said you liked it too. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. Uh, again, iconic, great, great start off level. Um, this right here is what really gets the ball going, makes you want to keep playing it for sure. All right. So moving on to level two. Alley Cat Blues. Alley Cat Blues. Thank you for saying that because I almost said it in the 16 bit voice. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> uh, th- this takes place a little while later, apparently. Now, I wonder if, if this whole game is supposed to take place like linear. I would assume so. Yeah. I, I guess they go from downtown to... To the street level. Yeah, to the street level. And it's daytime now, so... Right, so it's at least, I don't know, 8 in the morning maybe. Yeah. Um, but this right here, you know, is it, kind of like all the other Nintendo... Uh, Nintendo, All the other Turtle games have been. There's always that, you know, Manhattan... Well, not Manhattan. That New York street level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the first things you come into is the fire hydrant, which again, iconic with with Ninja Turtles. Um, I remember playing this game years ago with you, and you would always holler at me and say, "The fire hydrant's mine! Don't you hit the fire hydrant!" <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> love it because you were always going to take the take the sword and or the katana and uh, hit it and use it to hit an enemy. So. I do, I do remember you getting verbally abusive with me one time because I hit it, and you're like, you stupid idiot, you didn't even hit anybody with it. That's why I always hit it. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like playing in my nephews. Yeah. Um, the manholes are introduced again, which, again, is something that was in the original arcade game. You know, it's weird he said that they go, this cave is creepy. It's a sewer. You live in that. Uh, yeah. It's not I, a cave. Yeah, there there's some loopholes in, in what was going on. Uh, they say this cave is keepy. Uh, keepy. This creepy. cave is keepy. This cave is creepy. Uh, in the original one, I think they say uh, it's dark. Uh, who turned out the lights? That's what it is. Uh, who turned the lights out? It makes a lot more sense. So, but the foot soldier jumps up and flings the manhole lid. Now, in my line of work, I have to deal with manhole lids. Uh, they're, I, they're not. Heavy. They're not. No one's flinging those. No. Okay. 
Well, and, well, superhuman robots are. Well, here's the thing. They throw it at you and you can hit it right back at them. You're telling me nunchuck. No, nah, you know what? I'm not even going to get into that. Suspension <laughs> of disbelief. Just, Who cares? You can do it. Just if you're ever in a position in life and someone throws a manhole cover at you, don't try to hit it back. You're, you're not going to. <laughs> if you're not a ninja turtle. There you go. There you go. You know, we were watching uh, Spider-Man Home, Far From Home the other day, and there's a scene where somebody takes a shield and tries to throw it at an enemy. Oh, it's Happy. Happy takes a shield and tries to throw it at an enemy, and like it just like goes like two feet and falls, and he's like closing the door trying to run away. He says, how does Cap do that? Yeah. So that, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit because, like you said, there's no way you're slinging a manhole like that or manhole cover like that. But uh, this game, oh, by the way, I got my list here of new enemies. Yeah, Hammy, Hammy was very, very thorough in this one. Um, he, he wanted to make sure he did this one justice for sure. Uh, this one introduces the blue foot soldier with the sword. Ah. So he's figured out, guys, this tuning fork's not working. <laughs> Let's try an actual weapon. Well, he's a little different shade, right? I mean, it's not the same no, blue. No, it's the same blue. Okay. I mean, th- this is 16-bit. You can't have seven different shades of blue. Well, well you can have three, maybe. I think you can have one <laughs> and still call it blue. Right. Um, any, anything else that was new? Uh, yes. The, the worst enemy in the game. <laughs> Roadkill Rodney. So if you don't know who Roadkill Rodney is, Roadkill Rodney looks like, um, I don't know. What, what was the duck from duck tales? Gizmo duck. Gizmo duck. That's who he looks that, like. That's what I was thinking yesterday. Yeah. It looks like Gizmo duck. So he's got like a little tire. He and, drills up from the ground. Right. And then he's got this electronic whip and these lasers. So, like, he'll go back and forth. Well, the demo is almost to it. Uh, we won't get there. Um, and I didn't know they were ro- called Roadkill Rodney until I, I dug a- out my old instruction booklet. And you can go on and, Instagram and, and the find them. Here they are. Yep. There you go. They just kind of go back and forth, and which he killed them all with one hit. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not on hard. Yeah, that's on easy. Because <laughs> it's like three or four hits on yeah. hard. Um, this, this was a mini boss in the original Ninja Turtles arcade. Like before you went into the burning room with April, he would come up and you had to fight him before you fought Rocksteady. Hmm. And it was just one, but he was a lot bigger. He wasn't this small. Um, but when they ported it over to the home systems, they made them multiple kind of like they did here. So, um, another difference on this level on arcade, there are some other little barriers that you can hit. Towards okay. people, kind of like the cones. Sure. Okay. Um, probably like a mile per hour sign or something like that. Uh, just like a little safety barrier, like you'd put around an open manhole. Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of neat. So, did I really just say mile per hour sign instead of a speed limit sign? You did. Okay. I'm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've also said this. This cave is keepy. Yeah. Shut up. I had a stroke. <laughs> Leave me alone. So you progress through. Um, there's some pretty. You know, it's pretty easy level. Again, it just kind of ramps it up. The The number of enemies has increased. It is, and it, it does show off some cool stuff, like when the foot soldiers jump the chain link fence from the background to the for, to, to you. Right. Um, and it does introduce the uh, the, the power-up. Yeah. Um, it, was it a shape of a bomb on a pizza box, basically? I think so. I don't... I think it was the same in the arcade. Okay. So well, anyway, you pick up this pizza box and you just start spinning around and it's, a, it's an instant kill, but it's only good for like, what, five seconds, maybe? Yeah. See, that's what I think the special should have been rather than what they are. Okay. But again, I'll, I'll, I'll save that 
for well, that's like a a star in Mario, you know. Whereas the special that we're using is like the firepower. No, the special we're using is worthless. But I'll get to that. <laughs> I'll get to that later. Okay. I digress. So towards the end of the level, you come to the end of the alleyway, ah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and you fight Mecha Turtle. No, Metalhead. Metalhead. You got of all people here is going to get something halfway synonymous with Sonic the Hedgehog confused. It's going to be you. Well, there's flashing lights on the screen. <laughs> okay, I'm off. about to pass out. No, I'll leave it on. <laughs> okay, I've gotten accustomed to them. <laughs> but yeah, Metalhead. Uh, here's here's another difference. The manhole that's present in the Metalhead fight was not there in the arcade. Okay. Man, that thing's kind of in a bad place sometimes too. Like you don't have ju- you have just enough room. To, you ever use to it get to dodge his bullets? The no, I don't think because doesn't that take away from health when you fall in a manhole? I don't know. In turtles too, it did. I don't think it does in this one. Well, by gosh, I should have done that the entire time. Then I always thought that it uh, took away power, so I never I tried to stay away from them. Hold on, look at the screen real quick. See the points at the top. Yeah. Why is Leonardo getting points when he's playing Michelangelo? Well, I don't know because Michelangelo said press start, didn't it? They both did. It's like no one was there, but Michelangelo, yet Leonardo was getting points. But anyway, (laughs) y'all can't say that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Little things Hammy Hammy points out in the middle of a podcast. So Metalhead's the uh, robot turtle with machine gun built into him. Into his chest. It's kind of weird. Like this cavity opens up and a machine gun pops out. Um and then he'll go from the top of the screen down and just shoot one bullet at a time as he kind of. So it's easy to jump around. It's not like a continuous stream of bullets that you're trying to trying to get around. This game was easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing that he did, he kind of jumped around a little bit. So if he, he hit had you, extendo arms, and then he had the extendo legs. arms, extendo legs. So you know, go go gadget foot. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a pretty fun boss. He was a fun boss. He's probably the the most fun boss. Like I love Baxter Stockman. But he's kind of annoying because he he hovers, so you have yeah. to do a lot of jump attacks. This one right here, it's once you get that first initial hit on him, you can just slash him, slash him, slash him, and then bounce out. And then he'll he'll uh, start at the top shooting his gun. And if you can get a hit on him right before he starts jumping, he's he's out for a minute. You just start hitting him again. So yeah, you he can, can stun. You can lay into him. So you can get in a really good rhythm on on some of these bosses. But that <laughs> that's coming up though. Uh, but yeah, Alley Cat Blues, I, I really, I, I like it. Um, it's not my favorite level, but it's still pretty solid. Well, it's it's solid because it is an early favorite level. Yeah, it's a good hook for right. the game. Sure. Um, the next level, though. Level three. Sewer Surface. Sewer surfing. <laughs> so, so now we found our way into the sewers somehow. So for me, this one is kind of hit or miss, um, personally, because um, you're on that you're on that surfboard. You're you're going in a sewer, like yeah, that hoverboard. Well, yeah, hoverboard, I guess. But like you're you're going through. There's traps in the sewer. There's mines well, in the sewer. It's cool because it sw- swaps things up. You're no longer you know walking around okay. your classic beat 'em up. You're traveling at a high rate of speed through the sewers <laughs> on the hoverboard. A so New York you, City. Yeah, you can move up and you, you can still move around. Right. It's just you're continuously going. You run into your foot soldiers and you, they're all one hit kills. Right. You hit them, they fall off the board, they die. 
Um, you do have some booby traps with the little gate that falls down. Which but, I t- do not know how to dodge that consistently to this day. Um, I always heard it's like stay in the bottom left-hand corner. Like, as it comes down, like, it can't get you if you're in the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But they also have the mines. Yeah. Which which brings in another classic 16-bit sound there when they start Thankfully, they left it in. Yes, yes, thankfully. My toe, my toe. Because <laughs> it happens a lot. Um, so you, you progress through, you get through through all the foot soldiers, and then that part was, is that the bonus or is that the level? I forget. Uh, it's the bonus. The foot soldier part is the bonus? No, oh, no, the whole, no, no. The no. whole thing is the bonus. Yeah, the whole thing is okay. like a bonus level. So you get through about the halfway point. I'm going to call it the halfway point. And then all of a sudden, the foot soldiers become... Oh, no. It's it's about right at the end when that when this happens. Okay. Well, they don't become the pizza monsters. The foot soldiers are gone, and now the pizza monsters are swimming up underneath yes, you. Yes, the chunky cheese you. pizza monsters. This is just a... <laughs> chunky cheese. This is just a bad rip off of Predator. Well, it looks like... Yeah, it looks like the aliens. Right. From uh, the alien aliens. Gosh, I had a great line, and I screwed it up by saying, quote, in the wrong movie. I've done it three or four times now. About 30-something episodes. Maybe you need to go to the doctor <laughs> after that. <laughs> Um, they pop up. Those things are kind of hard to hit. They are. You can you can time it just right if they because they'll pop out behind you and jump toward the right of the screen, or they'll pop out in front of you and jump back to the left of the screen. So if you can kind of time it, especially on the ones that are jumping to the left of the screen. What if you're facing left? Why would you be facing left? You're all you're always so the ones jumping up on the left won't be behind you. Eh, whatever. Anyway. Um, in in true Michael Bay fashion, they will blow up as well. Yeah, they explode. That's... <laughs> but those are actually like organic, are they not? Kinda. I mean, they're not robots. Wasn't that one episode of the cartoon? Uh, one or, in? one or two. I know the new new cartoon kind of revamped it up a little bit too. Oh uh, well, you know what? After those that first eighties slash early nineties cartoon, that there's no other Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I I agree. Um, but I just know it from Maze. Maze loved the new cartoon. Whatever. Before they re redid it, um, yeah, there's been like several iterations. Since. Yeah, um, but yeah, it it was one episode I remember fondly, but I don't know about the others. Uh, I don't know if it's in any others. And basically, it's just like mutagen and pizza, right? Maybe I think that's all it was. Was just apparently the- everything that comes in contact with mutagen turns evil, <laughs> except for turtles. And no, rats. there's there's a couple more. There's a couple more. None come to mind right now, but there were a couple more. <laughs> but in the arcade, this that's the end of the level. Right. You get through you get through that, Shredder shows up, and all of a sudden he's gonna banish you to a time where you can't come back. Basically. But that's the arcade. But that's the arcade version. This right here is the biggest difference between these two games. The, the first biggest difference. Yeah, this is where it really starts to uh change Se- things up. And separate itself. Because this level has a boss. And um, we actually talked about this when we played through it right before we started playing or before we were recording. Um, and it's the Rat King, and the Rat King kind of has this sewer mobile thing, this awesome jet ski that goes in reverse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, fires missiles and mines and missiles and mines and lasers and lasers. Yeah, it's the most bougie jet ski <laughs> there's ever been. But it actually tells you there's a hit point, which is neat too. It tells you it says hit here. Like, I wonder if that's part of it. Like he put it on there. I don't know, but it's it's like guys, people may not be able to beat this guy. Let's let's give them an obvious hit location where they need to hit and beat this. All right, again, this game may be too easy. 
Oh goodness! But um, it's a hit here. Se- several, you know, you have to kind of obviously dodge the uh, dodge the obstacles and whatnot. But a couple of hits, Rat King gone. Um, which he just he starts exploding and falling off screen. Yeah, uh, which is kind of what what happens to everybody in a sense. But yeah, um, so that was the end of the level. So yeah, and it, not on that guy was not on. Uh, the arcade version. That's crazy. Like, I, just, I like the level, but it's it's not a favorite. No, 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 no. It, it's okay. the The gates. I, I've never liked the gates. Well, they again. They were in two, I believe, in in one stage where you could kind of walk through the sewers. Why are there Why are there spiky gates and sewers in New York City? <laughs> <laughs> sewers are dangerous there, man. Uh, um. But that takes us to another level, which was one that was completely not in the arcade game. Technodrome. Let's kick shout. Yeah, it's hard to imagine that this was not an arcade. It, this right here really binds all of that together. Oh, the whole entire story of, of what's coming up, where where you know Shredder banishes you to the time. Yeah. Which this is, because uh, I mean, it, he just shows up in a sewer and says, "Oh, hey, here's a portal. You're going through the portal, and it's done." And you're you well, know. it's like rays shoot out of his head. Yeah, in, in the arcade, it's weird, but it's cool because you start out in a high rise, then street level, then sewers, and you move down to the massive caverns beneath yeah. New York. You know, I I didn't think of it like that. The way that it's you know progressing downward, you know, like you just said, mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. That does make a lot of sense now, though, because yeah. you know. They're working their way towards uh, the Tetandrome. Right. Which was just an awesome thing. That big eye. I still don't understand what it's for. Does it ever blink? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a giant ball and tracks. Yeah, it's, it's got the ball and the tracks, and it's got these like weird little, like I don't know, satellite ray things out of its side. and it, I, I don't know. It's it's just awesome. Was there a Tetandrome toy? I don't know if there's a full size. I had a mini Technodrome toy that would open up. Like, you could sit in it, like, put one of your little yeah, characters in yeah, it. Yeah, the little minis. I and it would that. open up on each side. So, I had that. And then, of course, I had the turtle, the little mini turtle that was the Technodrome on the inside of it, yeah, too. Yeah, I had that. Um, man, I love my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I could go the back The 90s sometimes. were the best. They were. They were. Um, so, anyway, you, uh, you come to this particular level, um, which is called... They've already heard it. What is it called? Technodrome. Let's kick shell. Oh, I don't. Th- I didn't know you said let's kick shell. Yeah. Okay. I th- I thought we just said technodrome. Okay, technodrome. Let's kick shell. We have the intros. I know. I thought I didn't know you said it though. I didn't hear you say it just now. I don't have to say it. The they've already heard it. That sixteen bit voice says it. You've made a valid point. <laughs> so redundant. I don't repeat other people like you do. Or myself. <laughs> over and over and over. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to take that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the new enemies in this are the Mausers. Yeah. Um, Mausers, another one that was in the, the past games. Um, I don't get those. Those were just, those were invented just to find Master Splinter pretty much. Were they not? I, I think so. I, I wonder how the Rat King feels working with Baxter Stockman, who invented the Mausers. You know what? That's a very good point as well. I mean, that's like Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns being on the same team, Survivor Series. I'm kind of pumped for that. Uh, going to be on the WWE Network. Are we watching it? Uh, tomorrow? Sure. Yeah. 
All right. About takeover. Now we got stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, also introduces the shield foot soldiers. Yeah, this is... Is this the first time the shield foot soldiers are there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I was thinking they were in another level, but anyway. They're, they're the reason the boss fight in this takes longer than 10 seconds. True. So earlier we kind of preluded that we would use the throw later, even yeah. though we don't know how to do the throw. We would do the throw later. Well, this is it. You yeah, it'll come out. into it'll come into the boss fight, but there is a mini boss in this. Yeah, there level. is. There is. I'm I'm completely forgetting about the level. I'm just jumping straight into Shredder. Mm-hmm. You got you got you got to work your way towards him. <laughs> I love the hand. You, you you come across Toka and Razar or Razar yeah. from Turtles Two. Yeah, and and this was a cool uh cool intro because in in '92 I believe the Ninja Turtles Three um. The Turtles in Time movie, if you want to call it that, yeah, uh, was in '93, I believe. Um, so this game kind of was in between, but maybe the studio had some insight of where they were going with it. But anyway, they they included Token Razar from Turtles Two: The Secret of the Ooze, which was the best Turtles movie. Absolutely, absolutely. The first one's good. The second one's better. The third one was. Cool. I like the third one. I like it. Yourself. I liked <laughs> it, but eh, it wasn't my favorite. I, I liked it a lot, but uh, uh, Token Razar. So you got were two bosses. In, you got two bosses at the same time. Yeah, and they were in uh, the arcade version, but just in a later level, right? Because this level did not exist. So the Super Nintendo port moves them from that later level. We'll get to to this one, right? So real quick, they were also in um, Turtles Three. They they were a boss in Manhattan Project. Manhattan Project for regular Nintendo. Featured Triceratron on the front. (laughs) And he was nowhere to be found. What a false advertising. Uh, Very much so. So Toka is the turtle. Toka would would shoot out ice ice from his... He would breathe out ice, which... Okay, I got you, whatever. Uh, And then Razar would be the fire. So you're kind of... That's how they would... Obviously, they could hit you and... That was kind of their power up was the was the fire in the ice. Well, when you beat them, they demutated back to their original forms, right? And you could still wail on them. <laughs> <laughs> and and let me tell you, it's I don't know if it's you say it's too brutal or, or a little brutal for the game, but the fact that you can sit there and wail on a puppy as it whines <laughs> and you hear the. You know, you hear the hits landing, yep. and it's like crying, and you're just beating a puppy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's worse or the fact that I do it every time. <laughs> well, they were bad guys. Well, it's like you beat them, they demutate, and you've got to finish them off. Exactly. So, so they can never come back again. <laughs> you have to kill this helpless turtle and puppy. Well, it happens. Um, then, then you get past that. And you go into this elevator shaft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Which is, which again, we were playing in two players. So you're in this elevator shaft and you walk in and then all of a sudden the elevator takes you to the next floor and every floor that progresses, you have a new enemy. Yeah. So a door opens up on each side. Yep. A door opens up on each side and and usually it's like two foot soldiers on each door. And then when it gets up to the top, I think it's four per door. Yeah. Um, but there's one point where a bunch of Mausers come out. (laughs) The doors open. The doors open. We hit Mausers one time. Mausers explode. We go to the next level. Yeah. It's like literally we stopped there for two seconds, it seemed like. <laughs> and that's what we kept laughing about because it was just like, boom, done, next level. Yeah. <laughs> um. So eventually you make it to 
I guess the top of the elevator shaft and into Shredder's lair or office. I like to think of it as his office space. Yeah. <laughs> like his desk is that big like robot he's in. Right. So he's he's in this big robot and you're looking at it from behind him. Well, you're looking at it from the portal to the turtles to the Shredder. And yeah. you can kind of see him sitting there. He's behind this glass and everything. And he's got these two claws. It kind of looks like scorpion claws. And, and that's another cool thing about this game is people talk about how it's repetitive. Sure. I mean, it's beat em up. All beat em ups are repetitive. Sure. But this game had so many different elements like that. Like I had the, the sewer surfing level. Mm-hmm. It has the neon night riders level later. Uh, this part where it shows this cool view behind shredder and you're seeing as he's aiming at you and stuff. Right. The perspective of it is completely, and, completely different. And to have not been in the arcade, that was, that was awesome. Yeah. I thought. Yeah. Well, it's what made it, made it different and therefore made it better. And in each level, sure. It's, 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 yeah, you're hitting Y and B nine, like hundred percent of the time. Yeah, really. Yeah. You're not hitting anything else, but it, it, every level feels fresh. Yeah. And it, it's because of the settings. It's because of the enemies and it's because of these boss fights. Like and, and the levels never linger too long. No, no, because you're, you're in and out again. Maybe that's why this game was too easy, <laughs> which, which I mean, and, and there are some levels that are better than others. There's some I, I'm not crazy about. There's some bosses that I really can't stand. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to, but, uh, but this, this, uh, this boss fight, you had to fling the enemy into the foreground. Right. And, and Nine times was, we found out. Yeah. At least on hard. Well, and here's the thing, like you, you see it from kind of a third person from Shredder. So you see Shredder, he's kinda in the middle of the screen. If you move your turtle too far down on the screen, you can actually get behind him and not see yourself. Yeah. Well, he's got those pincers to keep you from doing that. Well, he's got the pincers to keep you from doing that, but then he's also shooting those little I guess lasers, bullets or whatever yeah. it is to you too. So that and he'll kinda, try to lock on to you. Right. Um and again, I don't think there's a real way to throw them. Uh, I was doing pretty good there for a minute because I threw the first two, and then I couldn't get anybody. I couldn't throw anymore. And, of course, these are the, the shield, shield ones, yeah. so you have to almost kind of get their shield down in a way or uh, get behind them. This is where I struggled a little with the dash because yeah. the best way to do it is to dash, Hit shoulder them, block them, and then and throw, them. throw them. Right. Um. Let's see. I got two, then you got three, then I got one. So that was six apiece, right? I ended up with five. You ended up with four. Right. Then I think we went one and one, and you got the last one right there at the end. So mm-hmm. um, because this is my new favorite saying, hashtag full disclosure, whenever I would borrow your Super Nintendo and I play this game solo, I don't think I've ever made it past this level by really? myself. <laughs> I couldn't throw them, man. I knew I had to throw them because we've played this game so much as as kids. But every time I ever got to this point, well, let me I tell couldn't you. get past it. Let me tell you, it's a good spot to kind of take a little break and talk about some something else. When I when I was little and I had this game. Now I got this game uh, on my birthday mm. in nineteen ninety two, mm. like two months after it came out uh, from my sister. I was at church, uh, in the choir. And she she came in a little late, sat on the back row. I'm up there lip syncing to I'll Fly Away because <laughs> I didn't actually ever sing. And she's sitting there and she just slowly holds up the box to show me that she got it for me. And I was like, you know what? I need to leave and go home right now. So you, so you faked a leg injury and walked out. <laughs> no, nah, I, I waited. But I'm sure everyone else in the choir was like, what's going on? 
But why this that, game, why is that boy smiling like that? <laughs> well, oh, no, more like why? Why's why's uh, Debbie back there on the back row holding up a Super <laughs> Nintendo box? But back then, uh, I would wake up real early before school. Oh yeah, or before church. Yep, and I would play through this game. Yep, I would play start to finish. On hard, apparently, <laughs> by myself. Unknowingly. Unknowingly, and beat the game. Right. And I guess I did it fast then. This or Mario Kart. I yeah. played those two probably the most out of all my Super Nintendo games. So, real quick, unscripted question. In the order of games that were purchased for your Super Nintendo, what what number is this? Was this like for one of you- Super Nintendo? Yeah. So like like Mario Super Mario World came with it, correct? It with did. Yours. And then you got. I don't remember what order I got okay. my games, but this, uh, actually, this Mario Kart and Donkey Kong Country, I would play through constantly. Those are my top three for my Super Nintendo. Right. Uh, I mean, a lot of games that I like a lot for it, I would play later, but then. That, that that was the trifecta hmm. for those three. More so than Mario World. Super Mario World. I like Super Mario World, but I like these better. Okay. I mean, you got to understand. That's, it's that's like fair. Saying, that's fair. It's like saying, you know, sirloin steak versus filet. <laughs> <laughs> or porterhouse. There you go. I like them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would think I would replace Super Mario Kart with Super Mario World. That, that's just me personally. Not that it's a bad game. That's just, I didn't play a whole lot of Super Mario Kart. See, I did. I would, uh, I would, uh, it's, it's a little weird, but I would, I would have two controllers and I would do battle mode. Right. And I would practice different techniques in battle mode. You are a nerd. But by God, I was amazing. You were good. Mode. You were, you were very good. You're still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would, I would do that. So yeah, I, I, I played through the, I, I don't know how many times I've beaten this game, but I would, uh, Real early in the morning, wake up and just play through it. Yeah. that I, I guess that's why, what is it, 20-something 20, 20 years later. Yeah. Over 25 years later. Right. Uh, I still remember about everything about it. You know, we're getting to the point. And, well, granted, it helps, too, that we played through it just recently. But like you said, you're pointing out where pizza boxes were and, and hey, watch out for this coming up and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So, um we're getting to the point where it's no longer, oh, yeah, 20 years ago. I remember this. It's 25 now, buddy. It's That's 25. going to be 30 here soon. I know. It sucks. It sucks. Um, so, back on topic. It's we, better than saying, remember 25 years ago we had that world war? <laughs> you got a point. You got a way <laughs> good point. Um, so, once you defeat the Shredder, he jumps into this portal, which is kind of behind you when you're battling him. It's, thought it was a big TV screen, but... Yeah. <laughs> Turns mean, out it was a portal. <laughs> so he jumps through and then, uh, well, hold on. Just, yeah, he jumps through because the big head comes up on it after that, right? So it's TV screen and a portal. I guess so. That is a that is beyond a smart TV. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to another part on that. But anyway, he says he's going to banish you to a time, which is the exact same phrase that he says. He doesn't say it. The the text comes up. Yeah. But that's the exact same phrase that he says in, in the arcade. And then he... Put you into the portal. Um, 
and you start time traveling. <laughs> you do that awesome little spinning. Yeah, because you spin away, like you spin away from where you went, and then all of a sudden the perspective changes, and you're spinning toward whatever you're going to. You know, next. you're talking about those Burger King uh, pins earlier. Yeah. Have you seen the ones they've made recently? Some company did of, of that, where you can have the pin, and it's the turtle, and you can spin it. I have not, and now I want one. Yeah, they were expensive, though. I don't care. I, I want one now. Anybody that loves us enough, just send it to us. I'll give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's yours. Yeah, for real. I'll, I'll get a P.O. box. How about that? There you go. Um, So, send you spending in time. And finds you in the first place is... Prehistoric Tell How many zeros is that? You know, I want to say that it was like nine zeros. It was like 25 and then nine zeros. That's like 25 billion BC. Okay. I think. Back in the time when there were dinosaurs and robot ninjas. <laughs> so, and, and how about they, the way they kind of put the names together? You know, it's obviously a turtle game, but Turtlesaurus. <laughs> what is that? I mean, gosh almighty. It's a pun. There's a, what is it, malapropism? What's it called? I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like something I should Google. But um, So you, you start out and you are in in the Jurassic Age, I guess. Apparently like, Shredder's convinced dinosaurs to attack you too. Yeah, because when you first start out, you've got dinosaurs running right at you. Yeah, you, and you've got the pterodactyls that are flying, dropping rocks at you. Exploding rocks. <laughs> Everything <laughs> explodes. Here's another difference between the arcade. The arcade version, those raptors that run by, mm-hmm. I assume they're raptors. It's Jurassic Park and all e- Everything is raptors in my book. Uh, that run by and can bulldoze you. Mm-hmm. On the arcade, some of the uh, foot soldiers ride them sometimes, like a horse, and right. they come up, and you got to knock the foot soldier off, but they breathe fire. <laughs> Oh, okay. What? So everything in this game breathes fire and or explodes. <laughs> well, or ice. They'll breathe ice, too. Uh, also, this is a pretty good looking level. Yeah, visually, I mean, and not just to pick one or two out, but I mean, this one right here was, it had a lot of a lot of foreground, a lot of background. Yeah. Eventually, you get to the caves where it had the stalactites mm-hmm. uh, that would fall down. Which that was always funny too, because when you got close to them, there's no shadow, and then all of a sudden there's a shadow, and it like kind of lets you know, hey, something's about to happen. You just back away, and the stalactite would fall. But I know in uh, there's there's one part of this level where there's a lake in the background. Yes, that's and, kind and, of the front part. And that's another cool thing is the background's not always the same. It, right. It's like you're actually moving through sure uh, the land, but the lake is in the background. I did notice the arcade does look better, but not by a whole lot. Well, see, that's the thing, though. We we don't really do a whole lot of visual comparisons, but for a 16-bit system, this absolutely did still yeah. look very good. I mean, and they were more the or the colors are more vibrant on the arcade, but this it's really bit. <laughs> did a great job because you look at the arcade version of Turtles Two or right. Turtles Arcade Game versus the NES board. It's, mm. it's night and day. It's very night and day. Whereas this was amazing but this is a good looking level and i i i like this level uh you run into the blue foot soldier with the big axe yeah you run into the yellow foot soldier it throws a bomb and then calmly walks away away. (laughs) the bomb which can take out other foot soldiers i I love that about this game is the enemies can hurt each other yeah so if you can somehow another maneuver around to where all the foot soldiers are around you as he throws the bomb Problem solved. Yep. Now, I don't know who gets credit for those kills, but... 
because that's one of the things that, that you know you got a hit counter uh, for every enemy that you hit. Never, yeah, and every two hundred you get an extra life. Right, and every two hundred you get an extra life. So, so if you have to continue, it starts that counter over. Yes, um, yes. As long as you, if you lose a life, how many ever you have, you know, that you set up in the beginning of the game. After all of those run out, you'll hit a continue, and then that counter will reset. And something else during that continue, you have a chance to pick a different turtle if you want. To. You do, you do. You, I think you have to. But we stuck with uh, Leonardo and Donatello. We did this whole thing. We did. Um, Again, we were playing on hard, so yeah. Sorry if we gave it away that we kind of sucked and did have to use a continue. <laughs> I did. I don't think you did. I had, to... I had one. I do one. Okay. You did what two? Because yeah, you did your second one at this. Uh, the final boss. Yeah, it's the final boss. But uh but yeah, good looking game. Another new enemy that's gonna be recurring is the Stone Warrior. Right. I call Rock, him Rock Man. Rock Soldiers. Rock from Soldiers. X. Rock Soldiers from Rock City, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> um and and they would have different weapons as well. So you had different uh different rock soldiers. And you had a different throw for them. Uh, yeah, you did because they're so heavy, like yeah. you barely throw they you would throw them, but you'd kind of barely throw them. But you, you get through this level fighting off your dinosaurs, your foot soldiers, your rock man, and you get to the boss. Well, and, and one of the things before you get to the boss is you have this big mountain in the background, then it's cut out like Shredder. So they've already altered time, and every time travel movie I've ever seen has told I've me. never noticed that. What? Yeah, it's like this big mountain. It's kind of cut out. Like It's it's not like Rushmore. It's like even bigger than Rushmore, like the, the head is but it's kind of at the base but it's like cut out in the figure of a shredder. and i'm usually the one that notices those things yeah huh yeah how about that i have to go back through and check it out well we can get there in 15 minutes <laughs> yeah you, you got like half an hour um but you get to the boss and on uh arcade the boss is cement man which sounds like a bad batman villain no it sounds like lie. a mega man villain you know what that's even better it's I like, like it you gotta fight Cement man, you have an easier time with wood man. And then you got to take on drywall man. And then plumbing man, electric man. You got a house. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Dr. Wiley. Um, but, so, so, and, and that was the arcade version. Yeah. Um, and that enemy was, yeah, he's, he's okay. It's like a, a clay face from Batman. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Glacius from. Yeah, he does. That's who he reminds me of. He re I hit the microphone. Oh, you're tuning for it. <laughs> so. um, yeah, but yeah, he reminds me of Glacius, the way he would kind of morph into the ground and come back up and, and, yeah. and whatever. So, But if you've never played the arcade version, you will know that the enemy here is... Slash. Or the boss here, Slash. Oh my I hate gosh. this boss. I hated this boss. We both went down probably eight times. Oh yeah, it was least. it was terrible. Like we, we went through some lives with this one. I would never have used a continue if it wasn't for this boss. Yeah, absolutely. Because what was so hard? Because he could hit no matter what. Like if, he, he, if you're he in the middle hit. hitting him, he would hit you. He, he hit. would jump. Yeah, he could, he could interrupt your attack with his attack. Yep. He could block from front and back. Uh, and like you could stun him and then attack real quick, but it's like, two hits and you had to bail out because he was coming right back at you. Well, your you. window to stun him is so slow. Right. Or, or, excuse me, so small. Yeah. And he, he hits hard. He hits fast. He moves fast. He's got a, a large health bar, too. A lot of health. Yeah, for, for all these enemies here, he does have a lot of health. And, you know, you would think, it's like, oh, man, the bosses are really going to be stepped up from here if this guy's 
the first boss of the time travel right. levels. No, not so much. Not he's, so much. He's, he's the hardest one. Well, he's an enigma. He's the hardest boss in the game. Okay. Yeah. I I, I think so because his block makes him overpowered. Yeah. If he didn't have that block, not unbeatable, but overpowered. It's, I mean, if you if you're going to try to go through this with one life, you better be really good at this game. And you know, when I was a kid, and I tried hard. I tried to get through. I, I thought I could get through the whole game without getting hit. Mm. I got through level two. I could I could get through level two. Yeah, sewer surfing's hit. always been hard to. Yeah, to do that. the gates always got me. Yeah. But I, I know now. I, there's no way I get through prehistoric. <laughs> excuse me, Easy. prehistoric turtle source. I get choked up thinking about it. <laughs> but you do eventually beat him. Yeah, he is an overpowered boss a little bit. Uh, and it's funny because we're talking about how easy this game is, and yet we're complaining about how hard this boss was. Well, it's weird. He stands out. He, he's very, yeah. like I said, he's an enigma in the game. Which I'd have to go back and really remember Slash's origins with, with all of this. He's it, like a bizarro turtle. Yeah, basically. Like, I don't know. I can't remember where he came from, though. Like, was Shredder like, oh, the only way to beat a beat a turtle is have a turtle, and we're going to make this turtle, and we'll call him Slash and go yep. get him. Yo, dog, I heard you like turtles. <laughs> but I, I still like this level a lot. Oh, yeah. Despite visually, the boss that gets on my nerves. Visually, in the way they incorporate the time period with like the weapons and stuff, uh, the dinosaurs, the foot riding the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, was, was always a neat little thing, too. So, um, But... Whenever you beat uh, Slash, another portal jumps open, and you jump through the portal, which leads us to Skull and Crossbone. This is one of my favorite levels. Agreed. Agreed. Um, it's hard to go against it, and I know this game came out before Donkey Kong Country, but you you know as well as I know, one of my favorite Nintendo or Super Nintendo Songs is the King K Rule Battleship Gangplank Galleon, and this right here reminds me of Gangplank Galleon. Just the setting, not so much the music, but the setting. It's on a very large, multi-masted ship. Oh, it's very large. But again, they they use the the background um, things as enemies, and one of the first things that you encounter is that stupid plank that would come up. The plank hurt me more than the foot soldiers. Exactly. Did. So in in the game, you'll kind of see this little X kind of drawn on. But this little X on the battleship. Well, if you walk onto that X, this plank will come up, and you're straight out of um, Sideshow Bob. Yeah, <laughs> stepping on a rake. <laughs> it hits you. It takes away health. I don't think it was in the arcade version. Uh, it was in the remastered arcade version, so I think it was. The 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 side by side I watch. I don't think it it it, it, it may have been. I I think it was there, but the battleships weren't. Which the, we're the, yeah, the other ships were not. Right. So that was another neat thing where, as you progress through, you would look in the background. There'd be another pirate ship go by. So I guess, which is weird. I guess that <laughs> firing very large cannonballs at you. Real that looked uh, suspiciously like the wrecking balls from Big Apple 3 a.m. Very suspicious. Maybe they went through the time portal too. <laughs> um, so, based on the way the ship is, that we—I'll save that for later. I'm I'll trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out which which direction the ship we're on is traveling. It's going from from right to left, right? No, it's going from left to right. Are you sure? Yeah, because that ship that we pass is going from right to left. I thought we were both well because of the way. If it's going from right to left, it would just stop. It would just keep up with us. But it's like they're passing like this. Well, that's what I assume. But when you get to the end, 
Aren't you there with the captain's quarters, which is going to be toward the back of the boat? Table it. We'll we'll think about it when we take a break. We'll uh we yeah we'll 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 bring that up. We'll, we'll table it. Cause... Pat, hold on one second. We'll be right back. All right. So after a little research, <laughs> the ship is going left to right. Hey, brought up a good point. Maybe the ship is anchored. Um, I don't know. But I feel like I don't know the game. What are you playing? No. No, but I'm watching Donatello get the crap kicked out of him. Oh, I paused it. Oh, selects. Selects pause, my bad. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing. <laughs> I, I can't watch In this. Between. But uh anyway, I feel like the background, I guess they felt was kind of bland. Sure. Because it's just the ocean. Yeah. So they added that in. But it, that's a neat feature though. It, it is. It really again, like I said, it, all these levels have their own little flavors. Mm-hmm. And that just adds to it. That's another little level of depth to this to this one that really makes it stand out and it fits because during the time period this is what 1530 yeah. or something like that so you go from 25 billion bc to 1530 ad <laughs> <laughs> a little jump there um back to the golden age of piracy here well and that's one of your favorite times too is it not yeah. oh yeah that's Big why you love pirates that's why you love assassin's creed 4 so much oh man favorite one um 100 of it but yeah i mean everybody was against everybody if you had a ship then you're automatically my enemy if i have a ship so they're, they're just they're just firing on each other so I like to think that it's the foot, though. That they're, like, shooting at their own ship trying to kill the turtles. That's, yeah. I mean, I kill another foot soldier, no big deal. He's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot. Uh, the new enemies on this got the green foot soldier with the bow and arrow. Yes, and they're flaming arrows, right? Yes. Yeah. So you can get the uh, Almato uh, animation and sound with uh, this as well. You've got the uh, the yellow foot soldiers with that discus weapon. <laughs> that you pointed out look like a uh it's like a bottle top. Yeah. Like from a from a glass coat bottle. It's it's like a it's like a weird uh uh frisbee. It's like no bro, I don't want to play ultimate frisbee with you. <laughs> uh then you've got the uh the rock warriors, I what you call yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. They come back, but now they've got a big gun. Yeah. Um so this is one of the, one of the four different weapons that they can have. Um they have a gun. Um I wanna say they had We'll we'll get to them. Okay, but yeah, it, you're right. It's four different weapons okay. they can have. Um, but again, you progress forward and you get to the the eventual back of the ship. And <laughs> somehow, somehow, and By going forward, you get to the back. <laughs> and this right here is another slight difference, just because of who the boss is. Yeah, see, in the arcade version, here's where Toka and Raza are. Right, and okay, I get it. You know. Token Razar, they they have a place, but maybe not in fifteen thirty AD. But on the Super Nintendo version, who should slide down the banister but Bebop and Rocksteady, complete with pirate garb? And I think that they're just it makes it fit. <laughs> it does. Because the type of enemies Bebop and Rocksteady are. You know, they're they're not serious. No. They're, they're comic relief. Exactly. Um <laughs> and that's all they that's all they ever have been. The only time they were actually anything was like the first two episodes they were ever showed in. <laughs> After that they were just comic relief. And um you know, Bebop Rock City, they're iconic Ninja Turtles villains. Yeah, the reason the the whole point that they're out of the original arcade is it's blasphemy. Yeah, it, it's they're not that's an arcade shame. version. That's weird. That's weird to me. Because they come in, they they add a little humor to it. Again, each each level has its own little flavor, its own feel. Yeah. The fact that as they're fighting, was it Rock City has a rapier? Yes. And uh, Bebop has a 
whip and, and the they whip. can get them tied it together. Yeah, like Bebop will will throw the throw the whip and then wrap around uh, Rocksteady's sword and like they're stuck with each other for a minute. But I thought this is another another good um, you know when you think of turtles, you think of if you ever think of turtles two, it's always Toka and Razar, mm-hmm. and it's always Bebop and Rocksteady. They're together. I mean, you've, you're facing two enemies. So if you're playing through it in one player, you're still facing two enemies. If it's two players, you're still facing two enemies. A lot easier than Taka and Razar, though. Oh, yeah, because some of their, like you said earlier, some of the um, the things that they can do where they're hitting, they can hit each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually the animation that happens as they as they end up killing over. Yeah. Is they start kind of stabbing and whipping each other when they're trying to get you and they end up killing themselves. So, um. I will just say knocked each other out. Okay. Knocked each other out. For the sake of uh, being a cartoon. (laughs) Beat a puppy to death. But (laughs) in the arcade version, uh, a thunderstorm starts happening at this point. It gets dark and it starts raining. Instantly dark. Yeah. There's no dusk. It's just boom, dark. And like Silent Hill. And it's dark and it's raining and I think lightning strike. I think lightning can hit you in the arcade version. I don't know about that. I don't know either. I just know you can see lightning strike. You can see lightning strike. I don't know if it can strike you. Though. But it doesn't do it in this. It stays the same weather. Right. On here. But again, that might be a limitation more than anything else. Might have been. Might have been a uh, just a choice. Um. So you defeat Bebop and Rocksteady. I almost made another freaking error. Clintism. Is that where we're going to go with it? Yes, it is. Okay. Or spamism. There you go. I like it. I like that one better. Uh, another portal opens up. Spam spasm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a serious metal condition. <laughs> uh, another portal opens up. Gotta help me, Doc. I had another spam spasm. <laughs> oh, goodness. I told um, you to lay off the pork products. <laughs> Spam's not pork. It's a byproduct. <laughs> But I, but I love this level. I do. Yeah. Um. This one right here is probably my number two favorite. I I agree. My number two. Which number one? After you travel through the portal, you go to my number one favorite. Mine which, as well. Which is. Bury my shell at wounded knee. The music to this level is amazing. Dude, this is very Sunset Riders esque, but then the upbeat of of the music, I think that really is what makes the level my favorite. And I've said before, I'm not a big fan of the Western style right. themes, but I love this one. It works. It works. Absolutely works. Uh, straight straight post Civil War era. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's cool because you're on a uh, uh, a train the entire time. Yeah, just working your way up. You're just working your way all the way uh, up until um, I don't know. I guess to the boss not, room. Well, till you till you get to the boss room, but I don't guess you're ever really working up to the engine. Like no, you see it, but you don't. Okay, go to it. That's weird. Like, okay, we're just gonna keep going forward toward the engine. What for? Well, I don't know. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no like real. I got a feeling there's someone we need to beat up. Exactly. Exactly. Next time, if I'm ever on a train, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep going until I get to the engine room and see if there's anybody there I need to beat up. <laughs> um, some some neat things about this one. There's the uh, the guy hiding in the poncho yeah. in the background. Um, the guy on the horse. On the horse at the very start. Um, the barrels. They, big, yeah, big they barrels. kick the barrels over. Uh, then some drop when you get to the covered uh, right. cars. Um Fireworks? Isn't there a fireworks? Yeah, the yeah. fireworks that can explode. Yeah. Uh, fireworks, my Which I, 
I don't have we have we seen that since level one? Those traps like that. What the exploding trap? You know, yeah, the exploding barrel in the first level. Exploding traps. I don't think so. So those make a return finally. Right. Uh, none of the technodrome. There's the holes. There's. I think, I think that's it. Yeah, I think I, think I don't think there's any. No, you got the bombs. The bombs that the foot soldiers throw. That's that's the only thing. Though. Well, well, that's not the trap though. That, like this, like that thing up there. You just hit it. Right. After a few seconds, right. it explodes. No, no, that's 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 this the only, only other point. Yeah. Yeah. Second time you've seen it. Uh, you also got the. Uh, the rock soldiers make a return as well. Yep, and they well, we've got the foot soldier with the scorpion hook. Ah, I remember that because it's just like the it's, it's like from Scorpion Mortal Kombat. Right. Get over here! <laughs> it, it looks just like it that they sit there and they twirl it around, around and throw it. Yeah, um, there's well, a name for that weapon. I can't. I kept calling it a hook shot, and you corrected me, and then told me about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, you're gonna make me want to play that game. Oh, Twilight Princess. We got two of them. Oh, you told me about Twilight Princess. Yeah, Hookshot's not in Breath of the Wild. If it was, mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, you also got the Rock Soldier with the big beam. Yeah, and when he hits you, you'll kind of do this spinning around thing, and you'll yeah. fall down. So it takes quite a bit of power away from you when you get hit with it. And then Rock Soldier with a bazooka, which is a bit overkill on a train. A bit, a bit. It seems like it would do more damage than it actually does, yeah. but hey, it works, I guess. It's like, we're going to be in a closed area. What are you bringing to fight the turtles? I'm going to bring a bazooka. This is where I made the comment of it being like a cheap Nerf gun toy, right? Because when he shoots it, it goes like two feet in front of him and explodes. No, that was the uh, the other weapon. Oh. You see later on. Okay. I don't th- I don't remember watching them fire the bazooka. I think we hit them too much before, before yeah. they could ever get to It was the later guns that we said that we might need to let them live a little longer. Right. Well, that was the thing too. Even when we were letting them live, they weren't using them. They just come up and still try to hit you with yeah. whatever they had. So I'm gonna use a bazooka. You got any uh, ammo for that? No, I'm just gonna hit them. I'm with just it. gonna hit them with it. <laughs> so, um, working your way up the train. Work your way up. You got to watch out for the barrels that are falling. The closer you get to the boss, and the boss is Leatherhead. I thought it was Ed Odron. It's I. In my head, he sounds like Ed Odron when he talks. <sighs> That's funny. That's funny. This is a Cajun. He's, he's a Cajun alligator. Yeah. He's a mutated alligator. Was he um, a good guy in the cartoon? Uh, no, he was a good guy in the newer cartoon. Okay. That's right. So that's where that, that kind of came from. But uh, you learned something new on I did. this one too. Because <laughs> uh, one of his attacks, he's got one where he throws knives at you. I knew right. what that was. There's another one where he's throwing crawfish at you. And Hammy didn't know it was crawfish until I kind of said it last well, night. You know, when I played through this so many times as a kid, I was playing on a 17 inch <laughs> CRT a, TV. Uh, yeah, CRT, I think black and white TV. There you go. Kids were that old. <laughs> no, it wasn't that I was that old. It's all I had. Well, that's true. That's true. We got the hand me downs of what our parents had. Right. But uh, I, I always thought it was like slingshots just thrown at you. This doesn't make sense, but whatever. I'll just roll with it. Yeah. He, I lost it when he said, those are crawfish. Okay. That makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leatherhead's probably probably my favorite boss. Like, I've loved the other ones, but Leatherhead's my favorite. I don't know why. He's very predictable in his attacks. Sure. But he's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, But eventually, like everyone else, you end up beating him. <laughs> well, you beat him and he, he falls off the train. And I always thought it was funny when he fell off in the tunnel because, like, you get scraped up against the edge. <laughs> yeah. But in the arcade, he just like Baxter stopped and just Blech, falls just over. over. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, one thing you do have to watch out for him is that charge attack, though, because he'll you know go down to all fours and charge across from you. Yeah. Um, if you don't get that, that that try to hit a lot of damage too. Super so. easy to avoid, though. It is. It is a lot of a lot of jumping around. But uh, again, another portal opens up, and we go to Neon Night Rider. Here we are in the distant future of 2020. <laughs> Next year, folks. Yeah, they're going to have to get out, get after it if we're going to have uh, hoverboards and, and uh, helicopter, you know, single pilot helicopters. and. Uh, yeah, those helicopter uh, foot soldiers kind of gave you a little Well, see, this right, this right here was a lot like um, the sewer level, but except for going left to right, it actually turned the camera yeah. where you're going straight down, which... Was something that wasn't in the arcade version. No, the arcade, you were always left to right. Right. Uh, uh, also, but they, but they ran this more as like a bonus. Yeah. Like they did with the sewer look. Well, they had a boss at the end of it, too. It's the same boss. Right. But, yeah, this one, you're going forward to, or back, yeah, from foreground to background, I guess. 3D kind of feel. Right. No, A lot no of curves. fun. A lot, lot of fun. A lot of fun. Not No, no curves. <laughs> yeah, just ang- hard angles. Yeah, hard angles. We'll um, go slight right, slight right, slight left. So Remind uh, me a I lot guess, of Mario Kart. I guess they got that part right in the 2020 thing. <laughs> um, yeah, those little things you had to jump over. Yeah. That would electrocute you. Right. Uh, but yeah, the arcade, it was left to right. I, was, I will say this. The city looked a lot better in the arcade. Again, that's a graphical thing. Because, though. I mean, the back the background part looked the same, but there was more like up under the uh, the high-rise road or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like actual buildings you can make out in different colored lots and stuff. I feel like that this right here, the road we were on with this is like what downtown Birmingham's interstates are right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those are non-existent. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about the gaps in between. <laughs> kind of a cyberpunk feel to this level. Okay, haven't played that one yet. Well, I mean, not cyberpunk game. I mean, cyberpunk as a genre. Oh, okay, I got you. The neon lights, futuristic, somewhat dystopian, or Batman Forever. Yeah, <laughs> this. Uh, and I was thinking, is there anywhere in the world that kind of looks like that now? <laughs> Maybe Dubai. <laughs> Maybe Dubai. That's that's about the only place. So I can they're feel. in Dubai. We're gonna say that in twenty twenty. <laughs> Maybe they'll have hoverboards and uh, well, flying cars. You know, point. instead of making that stupid looking cyber truck that looks like something from Star Fox sixty four, they need to work on hoverbikes or hoverboards. Have you seen where Halo is running with that? Like they've yeah. they've input you know Photoshop some Spartans in it and put a <laughs> Gauss gun on the back of it. It's funny. That's awesome. That's what it looks like, though. It, I mean, it just looks like the uh, the warthog with sideboards. <laughs> but uh, I really like this level. I do, I do. I care less for for the boss, though. Um, you could or you couldn't. I could not care less for the boss. Right there, you go. I had to think about that one for a minute. It's all right. Um. Yep. It's Krang again in his shrunken form. Yeah, so he's he's back to like I want to say normal size. Yeah, the suit's big anyway, but he's kind of I don't know, just a little bit bigger than the turtles. If if you're gonna pick a humanoid suit, pick one that doesn't look like a buffer version of the dad from Alf. I mean, he looks like a giant nerd. That's <laughs> sorry if I offend the dad from Alf, but I I think that's what they were going for in the show. <laughs> but. <laughs> the dad from Alf with glasses, <laughs> or yeah, with glasses on. Well, he had he had glasses. Oh, he did have glasses. Uh-huh. That's right. Always well, run around in his underwear anyway, <laughs> and low top <laughs> shoes. <laughs> like, 
Like if if he can't beat the turtles, he's going to uh, join WWE. But uh, <laughs> he was an all right boss. I, I don't remember ever really having trouble with him. I had a little. I bit remember of you. Yeah, I was like, I remember I had you had a little bit of trouble with him, man. Golly. Well, what are your attacks? He had that kick. He had the kick. Uh, he had vomit up those bombs. Right. And then it seemed like there was something Missiles else. Missiles out of his chest. The missile out of his chest. That was it because they had that little cavity <laughs> opened up. And, and then, like a mouth. And he had a double axe handle. <laughs> I mean, you'd think he's kind of simple and kind of easy, but there's just a lot going on to it. And he's not overpowered. But again, as the game's going on, the bosses have gotten a little bit harder, at least until Leatherhead. But. Well, I mean, shoot, no, Slash, they've been downhills in Slash. Well, you got a point there. And he's not bad. You just learn what he's going to do. He can see his tails yeah. and move around. Yeah, you can see the guy jump in the background and know that's when you got to punch Mike Tyson. Right. <laughs> he, uh, once you beat him, the suit, you know, Crane separates himself from the suit and vows revenge as his suit explodes. Right. Falls into Dubai. <laughs> Poor Dubai. Um, but another portal opens up and we end up in Darby, where no turtle has gone before. So, uh, what, 80 years later? Uh, yeah, 21, 2100 AD. I think you're possibly on Mars. Maybe, or you're in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Oh God, those lights. <laughs> They're worse than the arcade version. Let me just go ahead and say, look, I hate the lights they're doing at Bryant Denny. It's everywhere they though. They make me sick. They're in the pros now. The whole oh god, the whole bright dim, bright that that thing, I, it it just gives me a headache. Makes me like nauseous. Yeah. And they had this going on in that level. There's the background. It's like past the midway point because you you pointed it out, said, "Oh, look in the background," and it didn't happen. You said, "Well, maybe it doesn't happen here." And then we got to the next part where it had a background showing Mars or wherever we're at, and it was kind of lighting up like that. Right. So this right here is kind of the last hurrah for uh, the Technodrome. And, and no, this is well, Mars Starbase. Starbase. That's what it is. And, and I'll be honest, I don't really like this level. This is this is my least favorite of all the levels. Okay. I mean, I, I kind of like it in the sense that they're throwing everything they can at you. So your enemies are up. Your numbers are up. The the different kinds of enemies are up. The uh, Yeah, the rock soldiers show up with the, uh, I guess we call it an, a nade launcher. Right. That's the one you said looked like a bad Nerf gun. Yeah. It's like it's just kind of... <laughs> like a Bill's Dollar Store. Nobody's Nerf getting gun. Bill's Dollar no, Store. No, they're not. But, but yeah, you would kind of push the trigger and... I guess the spring or something would get worn out and like the little foam dart would barely come out. That's what it looked like. Like it's barely coming out. It's a Kmart special. Um, then you had the rock soldiers with the Tesla gun. Right. That's what that's I was a, calling that's it. That's the first time we saw it. It's just, it's an electric gun. It took them forever to finally shoot us with it. It really did. They kept wanting to hit us <laughs> like baseball bats. Um, you had the floor that would turn to ice. So that was another new one. Yeah, it's an interesting uh, thing to do with your floor. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of heated floors. <laughs> yeah, th- those are uh, freeze-you-to-death floors. Um, I don't really think there was a whole, whole lot. I think there's a little beam that comes out that shoots across. Yeah, that little robot that's stuck on the track. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the, gar- the, <laughs> the, the giant- garbage the garbage pail foot soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> the giant... Uh- Cannonballs that were just sitting that, there, you could that hit. have been following you since level one. The wrecking yep. balls, yep. You could hit them and send them flying. 
Yeah, I don't think we actually hit anybody when we hit them, though. No. Not in our playthrough. No, because I didn't want them to start coming after me. Yeah. These things have haunted me. <laughs> um, it's like a chain chomp without the chain. Right. And you get to uh, the boss, which is Crane. Crane 2.0. A UFO. He, yeah, he's in this UFO kind of weird flying saucer thing that shoots bubbles. Yeah. Um, and it does the smash. We didn't see it do the smash. We didn't. This, did you know, we? And you know, I watched an arcade playthrough because I I barely touched the arcade version. So I was wanting to see if this fight was different. And I didn't see him do the smash move in the arcade. So mm-hmm. I assumed, oh, maybe it's not in there. But we didn't see it in our playthrough. And I know he does it. Yeah. So maybe he, he has it. And we just didn't see it. Well, maybe we just stayed on top of him. That's why we beat the game. In three oh, minutes. God, we destroyed him. That's yeah. the fastest I've ever beaten him. Same, same. I, I've made it to that point, you know, playing with just a couple of lives or whatever um, and made it to that point and, you know, and died. But, yeah, I think I only got trapped in a bubble the one time. He shoots these yeah. little bubbles out from the side. If you get into it and, you know, your turtle's stuck, and you have to start pressing a button. It'll take a little bit of life away, but... Nothing major. Um, he drops these little uh, robots, which are, according to the instruction booklet, called A6 Annihilators. Okay. That, what, what do we say they were? We said it was a cross between Roadkill Rodney and a Mauser. Yeah. Yeah, that, that fits. Because they're kind of like the Mausers, where instead of the Mauser has the two feet that kind of looks like a wind-up toy, uh, this one's kind of got the forward. It's kind of like tentacles that'll kind of yeah. run around. And they're a one-hit kill. But right. they have the same attacks as the Rodneys. Yeah, they they shoot this little round laser beam thing at you that'll that'll hit you. So, um, but we made short work out of Crane. Yeah, we did. And uh, uh, not crazy about the boss fight. Never really been crazy about it. This was when he does starts doing the smash move. It gets annoying. Yeah, because it's you, hard to get around. Yeah, you can't because he's hit he's him. in such a big, you know. His his spaceship takes up so much of the area; yeah. it's hard to get around. But in my least favorite level, probably my second least favorite boss fight, behind Slash. Yeah, oh Slash <laughs> forever be number one. Um, so eventually Crane blows up; he's completely gone, annihilated. Um, and another portal shows up, and the turtles make notes. Hey, we can get home through there. Yep, that's our only, that's our ticket home, and they jump through, which brings us to Technodrome, the final shell shock. Now, this boss fight taking place in front of the Statue of Liberty. Yep. Apparently in the Technodrome. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. So the Statue of Liberty will fit inside the Technodrome? Yeah, apparent. yeah I, I guess so. So that means the Technodrome's got to be what? Like 400 feet tall in it, caverns underneath New York? Let me tell you, New York's going to fall in. <laughs> or, or sink if it's in Manhattan. Right. Um, this boss fight's a lot different. Yeah, in the it two is. Versions. It is. Um, in the in the arcade version, Shredder had a, a lightsaber. Yeah, basically. a green lightsaber. Um, He's a Jedi. And I don't think he could do the mutagen shot, could he? I, you know, I didn't even notice when I was watching the playthrough because there's I was something laughing that he so hard. Do. I didn't have a lightsaber. <laughs> um, but in our version, the one that we played through, he had what? He had. Ice, he had the fire, he had the mutagen, mutagen, and the I want to call it like well, a shadow kick or shadow sho- uh, shoulder. Yeah, Johnny Cage's shadow kick. Um, so he was he was a Mortal Kombat mashup, but he's Super Shredder also. Yeah, he he transforms himself into Super Shredder somewhere. So he's he's regular, he's kind of floating there, and all of a sudden he becomes Super Shredder, which is a much cooler fight. It really is. 
I don't see. I still don't see how mutagen makes you makes your metal grow bigger. I don't know, but this is a point where you had to do your second continue, and you didn't know if you wanted to change turtles. Yeah, I I was Donatello the entire the entire way through, and I was like, you know, we're almost through. I don't know if we'll play another playthrough. Do I need to get another turtle? And you're like, yeah, we're almost done. Just keep with Donatello. And we made pretty short work of Shredder, I think. We did. We kind of, again, kind of had to figure out how his move sets were going. You know, he's what hard to, to hit because he, again, he's, he's he'll move around quite yeah. a bit. And when he stops, he does that little like flames around him. That's right. hard to hit him. Right. So you've you've got a minuscule window of opportunity there too. How many times did we get transformed to little turtles with that mutagen shot? I did once. Oh, I was I was, I was a handful of times myself. But, it was a lot more than just once anyway. <laughs> Um, but eventually you make, make short work of the shredder and he falls over the railing, he falls over the railing and you've, you've saved the day. You've done it in and, 30 uh, minutes. You've, uh, <laughs> saved the statue of Liberty in, in shorter amount of time than this podcast has been. <laughs> Not the world. You didn't save the world. Nope, you didn't you save saved people. You saved a copper statue. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got back a copper statue. So the, the right before the end credits, you see April, she's reporting the news again and it looks like it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's the morning yet. I guess maybe, maybe it's noon. It wasn't as dusky as it was the first time. Don't know how long you were back in time. Exactly. It might be yesterday. (laughs) Um, But uh, you see the turtles in their blimp, and they're flying the Statue of Liberty back. How big is that blimp going to be? How powerful. For real. Um, Again. stout blimp. Again, that's just some of the logic. I mean, it works if you're just thinking about, okay, they just fly it back, you know, flew it back with their blimp. But they they get get it back. They save the day. They... That crowd that was there uh, at the beginning watching it get stolen is apparently still there. Right. Uh, yeah, the uh, our good friend Alex Taylor is in, is in the game. Yeah, he makes a cameo. He's the weird little kid jumping up, yeah. <laughs> going, yeah. <laughs> he never listens to this. He'll no. never hear it. He'll, he'll, he'll hear it like years later. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and that's that's the end of the game. Um, you've, you've saved the Statue of Liberty. You've traveled through time. And uh, and I know we've mentioned several times we beat it on hard, in thirty minutes or less. Yeah, it still doesn't change the fact that this is a freaking fun, oh, fun yeah. game. Oh yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need a game. You know, you've got your phones now, and it's you know swap left, swap right. You're beating a game, whatever. You know, sometimes it's fun to pick up a game where you just mash some buttons and you just keep going, and you eventually beat it. You know, even like Mario, you've got to jump over obstacles. You know, it's a platformer. Whereas this right here, you just you just run through, beat it, them up before they beat you up, and you eventually win the game. It's satisfying. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's the king of uh, retro game night. Yeah. Um, this right here is a must play on retro game night. Absolutely. I know, I know we've done a few games here lately where it's like, is this a retro game night game? It's, you know, and we've said, yeah, you break it out to show them. Yeah. But it's not a... We're going to play through it and beat it this night. This is the epitome of that. You're going to play this game. Yeah. You're going to beat it um, in one playthrough. And then before you move on to your next game, <laughs> yeah. you might even beat it twice. That way you can use, you know, both both yeah. sets of turtles. All four turtles. All four turtles. So enjoyed it, buddy. I enjoyed the crap out of this game. I absolutely love this game. One of my all-time favorites. I'm, I'm glad that we got to it. Um, real quick. Um 
just do want to mention that the arcade version did have a remaster that didn't do too hot. Apparently they changed just enough of the stuff to make it where people didn't like it. But this one, here's a far superior version. If you guys have any way of playing this game, by gosh, go play it. It yes. is, it is fantastic. This, this is the time the super Nintendo port is better than the original. And, it, and that's hard to say a lot of times mm-hmm. it's hard to say, but really enjoyed it. So I did too. And there's replayability to it. Yeah, because if you, especially if you're doing one player, you yeah. can play through and play through the other turtles. And they're different enough to make them. I mean, they, they feel different. They all play different, right? Because uh, I always pick Leonardo is my favorite. He's the real balanced sure. character. Uh, you got Donatello for the reach with his bow staff, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't realize is actually a little weaker than the right. other weapons. And he's slow. He's very slow. That's why I'm not a big fan of Donatello on here. Well, this isn't necessarily a fast game because after you scroll to a certain point, you can't advance until you kill everybody anyway. So um, to me, speed's not a huge thing with this particular game. Maybe in other beat-em-ups, but it's not a huge thing in this game. I like it. The speed? Yeah. No, I'm just talking about just be, you know one one player being faster than the other is not a huge factor in you beating this game. Or not. I guess it's in the way I play. Sure. Um, Michelangelo's all right. I do like Raphael, even though he's got very short range with his size. Yeah, his size. He is so fast. Yeah, he is super quick. And you, and you actually made mention of that when we played through. Just we did another quick playthrough, um, just to kind of you know go with the other turtles to see the the differences and the similarities. And yeah, he's super fast. Everything he does is fast. And Michelangelo's kind of that way too. I guess it's because they got shorter weapons. He he's. I think Leonardo's faster than Michelangelo. Yeah, maybe. But Michelangelo has really cool uh, weapon. He, he's he's second on reach, I okay. think. I think it actually reaches out a little further than the Leo's. Katana. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know he has that that weird uh, special move where he'll take the uh, take the the two nunchucks and he'll kind yeah. of go from opposite to to same and kind of make an X with them. Yeah. And like, I, if they had the animation to like cut the foot soldier's head off, that's what it would look like he was yeah. doing. Uh, you got the time trial mode. Yeah, you got the time trial mode, which is, um, let's see, it's Big Apple, 3 a.m., it's Alley Cat Blues, and there's only three. It's in. the first four levels. Uh, beat them in three minutes Well, it's, it's, It doesn't have sewer surfing in it, so it's not the first four. Technodrome. No. And, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, no, it's uh, prehistoric, prehistoric Turtle Source because... You can just pull it up. I can. No, it's prehistoric turtle source because you said there's no way yeah. you'll beat Slash in three minutes. Yeah, it's uh, it's the first uh, three minus. What's well, it's Big Apple, Alley Cat Blues, Technodrome, and I don't think prehistoric was in it. I think it only had four options. One of the options was. Oh, you're right. Crap! I don't know how to go back. It's only game. three levels then. Yeah, it's three levels and the fourth option is exit. I do remember Okay, that. okay. I was thinking four levels. Right. It's the first three playthrough levels, I guess. Yeah, I never did it. <laughs> well, well, you got that and you got a neat little thing. Uh, also, the versus, which is the four turtles versus each other. It's, the, it's Mortal Kombat minus the mortal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you've got your special moves. You've got, you know, your hit and your punch and all that kind of stuff. And this right here is where like your speed would really come into play at. Um, but in my opinion, this right here is what kind of led to the next game in the series, which was the, uh, tournament fighters, which you had all the mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat. Listen to me. 
you had all the Ninja Turtles, um, and I want to say that all the moves were based off of Street Fighter. Like all of Leo's uh, um, move sets, completely made out of Street Fighter. I don't know. So I didn't play it. We we dabbled in it. We didn't like go full blown into it though. Nah. But but that was a fun game too. I mean, just if you just want to fight with turtles, I mean. <laughs> so not literally fight with turtles. <laughs> I don't. Please don't do that. I yeah. like turtles. So, um, a couple of things about this game that I, that I liked and what I didn't like. Okay. Um, well, I think I've gone over everything I've liked. <laughs> what I didn't like, I, the specials. The specials are worthless. Okay. I'm sorry for what for what they cost in health, right? Versus what they do is not worth it okay. to me. That's fair enough. Uh, I think the specials, if they're going to cost you life, need to do more. They need to be screen clearers. Eh, I could see that, but I don't think even on hard, I don't think there was a, a time where we were just completely overwhelmed. I never, I used my special once or twice just to do it. Exactly. That's, that's where I was to too. lose the health, just to, just to do something that's maybe a, just a, a touch more powerful than your normal attack. Right. And they kind of suck. I'm sorry. Well, if Leo you, just spins his swords around. Right. Uh, Dontillo does the, uh, the, the, Almost pole vault kick. Right. Raphael does Hulk Hogan's big boot. Did you just get... Oh, my God. Please reset the game. Oh. I'm watching Leonardo get beat up over and over. Um, Yeah, Raphael does the black mass kick. Right. That Alistair Black does. Which, that instruction booklet says it's the best special in the game. That's stupid. That's, that's the one. Uh, yeah. That's... And Michelangelo does that lunge forward. They just They don't feel like special moves. Right. They feel like, why can't I just do this move anyway? Right. I, I think either they take away the... Well, make like X a button or A a button. Right. I think they, is, they a, take away the health penalty and it's fine. Well, I think because it is a... I don't want to call it a special move. A, a more powerful move that they want to give you a risk versus reward factor that goes with it. Yeah. Because if you don't, you would use it all. If well, it was a regular button, it did nothing. You might be just, more apt to it use it It doesn't do enough, I think, to warrant that. Okay. I mean, if if they needed to make it a little more spectacular. Yeah, I know, mean, but if you got... Maybe within, Leo spins all the way around. Okay. Uh, Maybe Raphael throws his side someone. Right. Maybe a range attack. Sure. That's something else I kind of wish, you know... Maybe you find some throw-in stars, and you've only got two or three of them. What do you think this is? Turtles one? Yeah, <laughs> you know something like that. Yeah. The special attacks just don't feel special. Eh, I can see that to me. I can see that. Um, I know we both talked about this. Isn't really a con, but something we would have loved to have seen was four player. Four player, especially knowing that they had the technology to do it, and it just it didn't support it. Yeah. But again, we experienced a couple of times with the game kind of lagged just a little bit. Oh yeah, it got super super on full. neon Night Riders. Yeah, and that imagine that, four on that. That frame rate dropped on, dropped on down. <laughs> yeah, it did. So I think that's probably why they don't have it. It's because more it would, than likely it's too taxing on the system. More than likely. But I want to see, and you know, we we had the reshelled HD right. remake. I want to see a remake of this version in particular. Like I wonder how they Not, got around to do the reshelled and what it would take to get a workaround for this. I mean, from licensing, I don't even need a big graphical jump. No, no, I, I want four player online. <laughs> four player online. Maybe just some extra little thing. Maybe another level, maybe yeah. 
you know, I I paid nine ninety nine for something like that. I mean, they've got the they've got the game already. All they got to do is just add a little to it. I'm I really hope it ends up on the Switch, the SNES online. Oh, I'd play it. I'd play it a lot. I I just don't know if it will. Hashtag free Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. That, I don't know why that was not on there. They're probably saving it for Christmas. I imagine it will be. It was the next announcement for anything like that. Weren't they supposed to have a big announcement those past couple of days? They'll they'll they they let you know like a few days in advance. That's about okay. it. Well, hashtag free Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> I I would hope that when they did it, they did all three of them. But that's just me. But but that's really I guess my only con is the specials just don't feel special. Uh. There's not a whole lot, you know. I've talked about in other games, like you get stun locked, right? Especially Jurassic Park, you get stun locked in that, and just get to a point where you're getting pushed around. There's nothing you can do about it. You don't get that in this game. No, you don't. Now you will get kicked back. You will, but you're not in a point where they can just sit there and combo on right, right. So I think they did a good job. I mean, I think it, I think the formula was already out there to to do this as a good job. They just perfected it i mean it's perfected oh yeah i mean this is a this is a perfect beat em up <laughs> it really is i mean may, maybe a little too easy maybe a little too short those, those might be cons i don't know but it's hard to well it, it's it's it doesn't linger like i said you start putting too much then it maybe yeah. not, maybe it's not the, the, the perfect beat em up that it is right so i absolutely would give this a top 10 uh, SNES game of all time, though. I think so too. The fact that it wasn't on the classic is is a real shame. I mean, I know can, licensing, but you can get around that some way or another. And and you know, you can talk about you know complex stories or this and that. Fun factor is a big sure thing for games for me. And I think that's why Nintendo and the Switch are making a comeback. Just fun factor. They're making games fun again. Yeah. So. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You want to let the... Uh, <laughs> Not, unlike uh, PlayStation with its death stream. <laughs> <laughs> but the story's so good. And you just walk around delivering packages. That's it. That's it. Try not to drop them. You know what? Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time is better than Death Stranding. Mm, there. There you I said it. I have to play it. There you said it. Actually, I can't say that until I play it, but okay. it looks um, better. So do you want to take a quick break? Yeah. And then jump into the questions. We'll do that. We'll be right back. All right. So now that we're done with our review, have some podcast questions from Roast Beef. Cool. So weird calling him that. He is. <laughs> By the way, he's the one who uh, got me to play this game first. Really? Yeah. He had it at his house. where I got uh, into a lot of games because him and his brothers would get them. I would go over there and play them and then I'd come home and pester, my, pester, pester my family members till I got it. Because I was like nine. I couldn't get it on my own. Mom and dad, I don't care about the heat. I want this game. <laughs> well, that was uh, my sister got me this one. Well, yeah. Uh, his uh, first question. Oh, first question. Okay. For podcast. Talking about this is an arcade port. What was your all-time favorite arcade game? Easy. Um, 
all-time favorite's got to be the original Ninja Turtle. I spent more more money in quarters on the original Ninja Turtles arcade game than I did any game, absolutely, 110%. Um, I remember my dad was one of those that would walk around with a whole handful of change, and then he'd like lay it on the bedside table, and then when he went out the next day, he'd come back, and somehow he'd have another handful of change in his <laughs> pockets the next day. I would go through and steal all the quarters just so we could go to the skating rink and I could play that game. But I'm going to do you one even better and tell you my top three. Number one is, is going to be Ninja Turtles, the original Ninja Turtles on arcade. Mm-hmm. Number two is the Simpsons arcade. Yeah. Because uh, I played the crap out of that one. And then uh, number three uh, is probably going to be a tie between X-Men Children of the Atom or Mortal Kombat 2. Ah, so, if you're going strict arcade platform, you got those three. If you're going all time, I might throw Mortal Kombat over over X Men because, but it's a fighting game, so it's it's a little different genre. But three A, three B, but one and two are locked in stone. I didn't play a whole lot of arcade games. Sure, coming up, uh, but I would have to say my favorite. Arcade game that I did play was uh, Cruising. <laughs> I did play that one after quite a bit. Cruising but. USA. Uh, I played Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat too. Yeah. Played a lot of an arcade. Yeah. God, I wish I could get that on arcade. Like the original. Well, they have that at that one up arcade where I think the first three are all on, on the arcade. Uh, the little stand up arcade, little cheap stand up arcades are selling at Walmart now. I think. Yeah, I don't think those are worth it. Well. We've talked about what we can do. Yeah, we have talked about what we can do. Uh, and then my my third is Hydro Thunder. What was your second? Mortal Kombat 2. Oh, okay. Um, Hydro I hear Thunder. you for some reason, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but, but did you ever play Hydro Thunder, the boat racing game? I played it on Xbox 360 when it was a free game. And you know, I, I'm not a big fan of racing games. Unless, they have, unless they have Super Mario in the title. Sure. But on arcade, I love them. Yeah. I absolutely love them. There's something about it, especially some of those where you can get behind a steering wheel. That that makes a big difference. Yeah. I remember playing, I guess it was cruising, maybe it was cruising world, not cruising USA, but that's the first time I ever drove a car that had the, um, the limitations. Like you can only turn it so far and then it start trying to oh, go yeah. against you. I was like, what is this crap <laughs> <What's> going on? <laughs> uh, his next question he brings up a good point. Rural Alabama wasn't a great place for arcades. Nope. Where did you play arcade games at? Oh, by the way, his his favorite arcade game was Turtles 4, and he also liked Earth Defense Force. Um, uh, Well, Turtles in Time, I should say. Right, right. Um, He said that he had a pizza hut in his hometown and a CC's Pizza close by is where he played his arcade games. I'd say mine was uh, Aladdin's Castle. Aladdin's Castle. Gad, same. Uh, also, the uh, the uh, skating rink had a few. Skating rink had a good handful. They still got a good handful. The mo- uh, movie. Uh, I, think, I think the theater had them. That's where I played X-Men Children of the Atom was the movie theater. Uh, but I also played, I think it was called Captain America and the Avengers. Okay. And it had an SNES port that wasn't anywhere close <laughs> to being up to par. We played that. Yeah. But it was a good... Um, it was a good arcade game as well um not not top three obviously but that was the old movie theater over there behind the arby's 
That's yeah. where that's where I remember playing those two at for sure. Uh, we had CCs, had some games. Yeah, and they had, had Cruising the, World. Yeah, and most everybody played Walmart. Walmart would have Cruising yeah. World. Walmart too. and uh, Aniana. Yeah, I remember I played Tekken there. Uh, arcade. I remember my buddy Charles. He got he was really big in the arcade fighters, and he would play like Tekken and Tekken Tag and Mortal Kombat two and three and yeah and, and all of those there at Aladdin's Castle. But real quick before we move on to to his other question, um, the first time that I ever played Turtles in Time was at Whitewater. Whitewater. Yeah, you sound like Whitewater. Whitewater. <laughs> it was at Whitewater over in Atlanta. Um, it was years ago. And uh, what? I was thinking, I'll just go ahead. I got to start. Anyway, anyway Dad uh, worked and, and got us, uh, got, got some, some time to take us to Six Flags, and we spent the entire day at Six Flags. And the very next day, we went to Whitewater and spent the entire day at Whitewater. Holy crap, what an awesome vacation. Exactly, exactly. So, um it was they had suspended everybody from being in the water. So what a lot of people do, they'd go and get, um, because of lightning, they would go like to you know McDonald's, go off site or whatever. Well, we just went to the arcade, mm-hmm. and I probably spent twelve dollars and quarters playing Turtles in Time. That's the first time I ever played that game. I was like, well, this is awesome. <laughs> this is the coolest thing ever. And I don't really remember a whole lot about the game. I just remember spending like twelve bucks and quarters for it. But then whenever this came out for Super Nintendo, I was like, what? Like, and, and then it's different, too. I do remember some of the differences. And, you know, then, of course, you and I, you know, we got together and started playing it. And it's like, oh, so many great memories. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat, too, with uh, Six Flags. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking when we were, you were playing NFL Blitz at that, <laughs> on that field trip. On that bowling alley. Yeah, that bowling alley. Yeah, we were big into into wrestling at that point, and uh, I was playing, and I was beating everybody. We were playing yeah. NFL Blitz. I was just beating the crap out of everybody. Well, like I'm sitting there playing some guy, and all of a sudden, Hammy, it's a Thursday night because Thunder was on. Yes, Hammy comes over and he says, "Oh my God, Clint Sting's talking," and that's like the only thing in the world that would have brought would have drugged me away from that beatdown I was giving yeah. that kid. <laughs> Left. I left it. He left the game, the kid, and everything. I didn't bowl it all that night. I went straight over, and we got in front of the TV and we just started watching it. We were like just giddy because Sting was talking for the first time in like three years. Uh, one one last thing. When when I was real little, my parents uh, and I would go on vacation down to uh, the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, hotel we stayed at had a... Um, uh, I don't say it's a laundry. Well, it had stuff in there. Wash your clothes. But beside it had a room with Donkey Kong on arcade. The original. The original. Okay. And I would forget the beach. I want to go down here and play Donkey Kong. Exactly. We had a uh, we had a Frogger machine at the local laundromat up in Rainbow City, and uh, we would go up there and we, and we would play a crap load of Frogger while Dad was doing his laundry because Mom wouldn't let him use. It. That my dad was a mechanic, so he's always had greasy clothes, and mom would not let him put his greasy clothes in in her good washer. So he always had to take his his clothes to the laundromat. <laughs> so he'd get like a bunch of clothes, and we just go and spend you know a couple hours with the laundromat washing them up there. So nice. we played a lot of Frogger up there. Um, and his final question. I'm oh, what's wondering... the second question? Where's where do we play arcade games at? Oh, okay. Uh, his final question. I'm just gonna read that? it uh, verbatim. Says finally, have you played modern arcade games? The new bowling alley in uh, Tuscaloosa has a giant Mario Kart set up with four driving seats, with a steering wheel and pedals, 
Little kid me would have been obsessed with that. Yes, I spent 20 bucks playing. <laughs> um, Modern Arcade, yeah, sort of. We took a a trip up to Huntsville for spring break mm-hmm. this past year. Went to Top Golf. I had a good time up there. And then we went to, I think it's Rocket City Arcades. Highly recommend it. They got a ton of pinball up there if you're into pinball. But they had a lot of the old school arcade games. The one that I really wanted to play that I wasn't able to play was um, The Simpsons. They didn't have The Simpsons. But I played I played X-Men, I played Mortal Kombat, and I played Ninja Turtles. They had Mario Kart there too, didn't but they? But that's where I was getting to. They also had Mario Kart. They had a four-booth station, but one of them was down. Mm. So it was me and, and Caitlin and Mays. We were all racing against each other. And I got my butt kicked in it. Mario Kart with a steering wheel is completely different than Mario Kart with a controller. I don't know why. I, it just is <laughs> because you're sitting there, you're trying to trying to control the acceleration with your feet and you're trying to steer. And it's another one of those where you can only steer so far before it starts fighting back. And I just, it wasn't my favorite. And and also I think my machine is the one that the spec, like you had the almost like nitrous oxide um, triggers on the, on the uh, steering wheel. Mm-hmm. I think mine were broken because <laughs> I couldn't use any of the specials. I'd get it, but then oh, I couldn't use it. So it was just a bad experience, but yeah, um, we played that. Dave and Buster's is another good one to Never go to. Never been to one. There's one. There's a new one in Birmingham. We went to the one at the beach a couple of years back, and we spent a ton of time in there just playing games. I can honestly say. And the Bowling Alley and Trustful, too. I haven't played an arcade game in probably 20 years. Wow. We need to make a trip. We need to get with Casey, and we need to make a trip and go out there to Rocket City Arcades. They have all three. Well can't remember i think they've got ultimate combat 3 instead of mortal combat 3 i might be wrong but the border where the tv screen is the screen is and everything they've got like a little snippet of the character all their moves and their fatalities so it's like you don't even have to remember what the fatalities are oh that's cheap well if you can't remember them part of it yeah part of the awesomeness is remembering it well you're not <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. uh-huh. My speech is getting slurred. I'm catching your stroke. <laughs> it's airborne. <laughs> but yeah, um, so that that was helpful. It was more helpful to Maze than it was for me. I remember a lot of the uh, the fatalities and, and things like that, especially in Mortal Kombat 2. So but um yeah, we had a good time up there. We 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 certainly did, and we'll we'll end up back there. Awesome. Well, thank you, Roast Beef, for the questions. Was was the third one really a question? I mean, just modern art. I don't know if they. Yeah, do. have you played modern arcades? But what modern arcades are there now? Like you just talked about Dave and Buster's and Rocket City arcades. Yeah, but it's all retro. Most all that is retro. Yeah, I wonder if they do make new ones. Retro and in in racing, that's it hmm. for the most part. Well, the Mario Kart's new. Because because from what I've racing, read, it's racing. it's not a uh, racing. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not talking about genre. I'm talking about new games. Well, no, but retro, it's retro and I racing. I mean, shooters, shooters. I mean, you can't, you're putting out new shooters. They're still shooters. Well, maybe. I think there was a Halo port. There was. To to an arcade. I, and I've, I think there's some Guitar Hero as well. Some Guitar Hero. Guitar. Um, the I, old school. Not, I, not that new one that's got the six buttons that are like white and black and, and, and all that crap. It's the original. Red, green, yellow, blue, and orange. Look, I don't know. I was the bass player in our band. <laughs> you were the drummer. 
I was a drummer. What, what was the name of our band? 192 and a half square feet of machine. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, just random name generator for bands. <laughs> for, yeah, for rock band. <laughs> so good episode, buddy. I enjoyed this one. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about our next one. What we're going to do since it's uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Well, that's the thing. We've got some stuff planned out, but because of Thanksgiving and, and schedule stuff, we may have to just, uh, we'll be here for sure. It may be a quick episode. It may just be, you know, just you and I kind of talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah, it won't be a retro review. Right. I, th- I think this one's going to be along the lines of more like a bonus episode, I think. Somewhat. It's a, ho- a special holiday Thanksgiving with ham and spam. There you go. I like it. What we almost do, need turkey. Yeah, we almost do. <laughs> for for what, Thanksgiving. What we're going to do, what we're going to do, though, we're just going to send out a YouTube link to a to a new log and just <laughs> just let you watch it for two hours uh we can also announce the christmas episode because we're gonna have something different yeah we're gonna do a little bit for 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 the christmas episode because it just it happened at the spur of the moment literally last night and we're gonna make it happen because mm-hmm. it sounds amazing uh, a couple weeks back we did a a movie review of the of hammy's all-time favorite movie which was Jurassic Park. Thank you. Um, so we talked about, hey, it wouldn't it be cool if we did this movie? We wouldn't spoil the movie. Let's go ahead and spoil it. Okay, we're going to do Christmas Vacation. We're mm-hmm. going to do a watch along with Christmas Vacation and a very special guest. Yep, who has not been on the show has not, but we'll have his to presence, name. his presence has been in every, every episode. Show. Yep, yep. Let's just you can tell who it is. Yeah, it's Justin. It's Justin, Sorry. the guy who wrote our uh, theme music here at the beginning. Yeah, I think he's looking forward to this, too, because usually we... Well, we'll tell them more, but usually we get together every year and watch this movie, mm-hmm. no matter what. We've we've all seen it a billion times. We could probably, probably quote it verbatim. I don't know if we want to... all of us. Maybe we can. We'll see. Do we want to do that on this episode to see how, how much we can do? Nah, nah. Uh, it'll ruin it a little bit. Yeah. But, no, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I am, too. Um, a little different. Um great movie that we're that we're all into so so you got that to look forward to coming up when we get close to christmas um real quick i do want to say a couple of things um th- uh talk or go home our good friends over at talk or go home with brandon and nick they have released their second episode they're a bi-weekly po- well i can't say i keep wanting to call it bi-weekly they're an every other week podcast yeah. so every every other week they'll release a new episode so their second episode just dropped Pretty pretty neat. Their first one was their personal favorite movies, and this one was uh, conspiracy theories. They're just talking about conspiracy theories. So if I like that. Uh, and it's just random, and just you know one one conversation and topic will lead to another one. So if that's kind of your thing, go check them out. Uh, they're trying to get verified by Apple, but they are on Spotify right now for sure. Um, and I think they're on Google Podcasts as oh, well. Yeah. You've, and you've heard Brandon on here, yeah, okay, Turkey, Turkey, um, and of course Nick um, is is a big proponent for the show he's he's i think he's right up there with, with some of our biggest fans so oh yeah loves awesome. the show and uh they're wanting us on their podcast sometime or another we got to schedule that around of course we want to get them on ours as well oh, yeah. so um so hopefully coming up we'll do that um i mentioned it last week i'm re-watching lost uh i have also found greatest a greatest show of all time i have also found a lost podcast it's kind of a comedy podcast but i'm really enjoying it uh, that one's called Getting Lost. Mm. So I'm kind of watching it. As I watch the episodes, I'll listen because they do an episode-by-episode episode recap. And they'll just kind of throw their their humor in with it, too. So those guys are pretty good. Pretty cool. Um, of course, um, 
finished the fight halo podcast they've they've put out some episodes here lately uh one of the latest ones was uh halo war wars Ooh. halo wars was a good one so they go you know step by step just in depth as 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 anything can be uh they do a good job there so go check them out uh and i think that's all my plugs right now all right uh caraway i'm working on getting us some shirts buddy <laughs> even though hammy's kind of me about it um hopefully i'll get you get you a shirt sent up that way pretty soon so canadian bacon we're still waiting to hear from you we are we're still waiting to hear from uh Mich- our guy in michigan wolverine what do we want to call him we never come up with a name well he's never reached out he so. might be a michigan state fan he might just assault him i might have Sp- sparty ring <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so uh but yeah um really enjoying i still enjoy doing this uh Next week will be a little finagle just because it's kind of out of the norm uh, with the Thanksgiving thing. But yeah, we're going to have a good episode. And then coming up, um, we got some other good episodes coming up. So stay and tuned. What's, and what's our next ep- uh, review? Our next review, we've only mentioned a million times on this podcast, uh, is going to be Mortal Kombat. We're going to review the 16 bit Mortal Kombat era. Yep. So we're going to do one, two, completely skip three because Hammy hates it. We're going to do Ultimate. I don't hate three. I just. It didn't like have Scorpion. Yeah, it, it didn't, didn't have Scorpion. I mean, who who doesn't put Scorpion in? So, it's just, I don't know. It's blasphemous. Strange. I think I've said blasphemous a million times on this podcast, too. So, anyway. So, yeah, next week uh, will be a Thanksgiving special. The week after will be Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. So, stay tuned to Ham and Spam. Send all your questions uh, to us on social media. Um, trying to get the hashtag Ham and Spam going. So, just tag hashtag Ham and Spam and anything. And, we hope to hear from you soon. You got anything else, buddy? No. Well, I do. The only thing I want to say is cowabunga. 